Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Think Mozart, huh? 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do if they shot. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any so laws. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated portals. Even some abortals. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are!
I definitely am um, throwing my support behind his brother. He's not just talking about it. He's actually living it, and he's actually demonstrating it, all right? And today is a very special day for the brother. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring the brother on personally and let him share what today is with the family so we can get this show on the road. So call it from the 718-696-PEACE. Peace and love to everybody out there listening who will be listening. Thank you for all the downloads and the support. The book sales have been uh, keeping me really, really busy. Um, you know, today is my resurrection day. And, indeed, you know, indeed. yes, sir, we are going to be talking about Osiris Christianity and the resurrection. Um, you 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 participate in your destiny, but your destiny is written for you. It's not a fated one hundred percent word for word dictation of what's going to happen in your life because you have a level of freedom. You know, on my thirty third birthday unplanned, I went through a specific initiation relative to resurrection. It was totally unplanned. I didn't planned this, it was unforeseen, it happened in collaboration, of course, with the Neteru, the Loa Dirishas, and my Shep Suigun ancestors. So, during this third show, on my birthday, my resurrection day, is also unplanned, at least by me, consciously, but it gets done for a reason. Um, we have three major religions. The number three is then a magical number. And oftentimes I speak and do things in threes. You know, I wrote three books thus far. It's a trilogy. You have the you have the Trinity, the basic requirement for success when you have a tri partnership. It could be husband and wife and child as a trinity. It could be three sisters, it could be three brothers. It could be the three fates because you need three. The first uh, religion, the first culture, comes out of what is called Osiris, Oset, and Heru, the Trinity, which is the origins of Christianity. And it deals so much with the resurrection as Osiris, meaning Osiris, where the word resurrection comes from, is called the Lord of the Resurrection. And we see this so much in so-called Christianity where it speaks so much of the resurrection, the resurrection of the Christ figure. But there is a whole lot of occult, hidden, esoteric, weird life practice and process relative to that and your success. When I wrote The God Genes Decoded Volumes 1, and I started with the cosmology of Anu, which is said to be the most ancient of the city's knowledge centers, libraries, and temples of Chem, and the original cosmology, I was following a pattern and a plan that relates to the world's three major religions and their emanation from the center of our universe. Everything needs a center. Everything yeah. needs something that provides it with stability. The center yeah. of our... Yes, sir. The center...
Peace, peace, peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Nose Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. This is your brother, Blue Pill, joined by my co-host, Brother Red, caller from the 347. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. What's good with you? Uh, we are here. Would you like to explain to the people what they just experienced? Oh, that was a preview of a show that we have in the archives, you know? Check it out, family. Uh, we have Baba New Speaks Part 3 in our archives. We did that show uh, last week with the brother. Uh, I definitely recommend the family to go ahead and check that out. It is uh, doing its numbers in the download. The brother definitely went in and built on a plethora of topics. So, family, that was not the live show. That was only a clip, you know, uh, pardon us, but we are, this is live, we are in the building, welcome to Nodalez Radio, you are now rocking with the best, the chat room is officially open, everybody could go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, file into the chat room, get your pens and pads ready, this is a very monumental episode that we have tonight, yes sir, yeah, so it's good though, otherwise. I'll be back in the building, you know. So, as I always say, it's always like resetting the clock. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot going on. But nonetheless, we here in uh, CMB. We all we got. Ah. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Definitely. First uh, and foremost, hope everybody is joining us tonight. Is in good health, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, especially financially. I want to say big ups to everybody that joined us last week. Okay. We had a monumental episode with the Mooney Twins, Coach Kyer. Big ups to them. It's always a, uh, it's always a classic episode whenever those brothers come through. They came through and was talking about keys of Solomon or Solomon's keys, dealing with economics and finances. I highly recommend and suggest that the family also go into the archives on blogtalkradio.com forward slash know the ledge radio and uh, download those episodes and check them out. And uh, not only listen to the episodes, but take the information that the brothers are giving you in the form of solutions. They have companies up and running they have programs that are uh, helping people improve their lives. Uh, both both of the brothers, Coach Kyer and the Mooney Twins. So it's not just talk. It's action if you act. If you act, then you will see the results. If you just listen, then you'll hear a good program. Two, it's two totally different things. So check that out. All right. Yeah. And I hope everybody's uh, weekend was uh, eventful and, uh, you know, full of information, you know what I'm saying, full of knowledge, full of light. I want to send a humongous shout-out to everybody that came out to the Brother Gaynor Grills session. Can't even call it a lecture because it's more like a family gathering and a session, a spiritual session uh, at 444 Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, 
on Sunday, the room was packed. All right, the room was packed. That's 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 you know it speaks volumes to the brother's appeal and how on point he is at what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm very impressed by his presentation. I'm very impressed by the uh, the wealth of knowledge that the brother possesses, the way that he delivers it, and the way that he's empowering those who are in attendance to take that information and to apply it. He's dealing strictly with solutions. You know what I mean? So big ups to him, big ups to everybody that came out that night, I mean that day. He also had me get up there and do an own pat me on meditation with the family. It was uh, riveting. It opened up portals. I didn't even want to get up out the seat. I was touched. But, uh, you know, just big ups to him, and uh, I give thanks for that. That's about it. What about you? How was your weekend? Everything, you know, everything was peace on this end as well. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, pretty much readjusting to, um, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I actually was able to, me and the brother, uh, Raku, that I'm saying, Raku. yeah, yeah, me and Raku, we took a trip out to the uh, to the gym show, you know. Okay, as in the Sacred Stones? Yeah, yeah, you know, our gym shows come through, how the brother Ross Ben was talking about a major gym show that was supposed to come through, or that came through Arizona that he went through. A uh, gym show came. A gym show came through a part of Cali that we were able to catch, you know. So that was peace, you know. On that level, okay. did they have some pieces in there? Yeah, they had some pieces. You know, they definitely had some pieces. Um, but I've seen, you know, I've been to some spots that they had a little bit more enticing uh, pieces or what have you. But it was good for the experience, nonetheless. Uh, made a lot of good contacts. So that within itself is righteous, you know? Yes, sir. Indeed. All right. All right, so and with that being said, is there anything going on and the news that you may want to briefly touch on before we start our show tonight? Um, you know, not not. I'm, I'm just seeing the fallout from the passing of Malcolm X's grandson. You know, I'm reading a lot into that. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm reading, unfortunately, a plethora of negative comments yes. being posted uh, pertaining to karma and things of that yes. nature. People speaking out of pocket about, you know, this young brother deserved it because Betty uh, Shabazz didn't deserve to die in the manner in which he did. Yes, I've read so those I'm somewhat comments. appalled, you know. Uh, 
people have the audacity to speak on things that they have no one personal knowledge of, or you know, just the whole um, overratedness of opinions. You know, some things are better left not said, especially during a time such as this when irregardless of what a person's personal opinions is, you know, they have to be cognizant that that family is experiencing a level of grief that doesn't necessarily dissipate because of what he has been accused of. You understand? Indeed. Indeed, I uh, <clears throat> I was um, taken back by some of the comments that uh, I was reading as well online. Um, some things in particular that uh, I read that his wife, his uh, the mother of his daughter, wrote regarding um, a comrade of his who she said may be responsible for setting him up, brother that he had. Uh, broke ties with from Oakland. <clears throat> I don't want to say the brother's name on air because that's really not my place. It's, you know, at this point it would be considered rumors or things of that nature. But this came out of the mouth of the uh, mother of his daughter. I would also encourage the family to, um, you know, send that sister some support because they do have a daughter. You know, she's going through a moment of grief right now in the morning. So, I'm sure that she can use both the emotional support. Um, sisters on Facebook, I believe her name is Nefertiti. I'll be able to see right now. But you know, I mean, it's you know, you know how cyberspace is. It's cruel out there in the cyber world. You know, it's heartless. You know, people are trolling. You know, they 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 speak their emotions rather than their minds. You know, people speak from a, a place of bitterness, and uh, they also speak from a place about uh, the, the reflects where they're at in life. It's never, you know, it's not a really about where he's at per se, because the brother's not with us anymore. People are just projecting, you know, where they're at in life. Unfortunately, so uh, I don't let those things get to me when I read them. Things of that nature. It just gives me a, a, a an idea about who we're dealing with, you know what I mean, and where we're at in this journey, you know. So um, the sister's name is Nefertari Aheru. Nefertari Aheru. Uh, for the sisters that are out there, you know, I encourage you as a sisterhood to um, show the sister some love. Mother's Day was on Sunday. <clears throat> shout out to all of the Umis out there. Shout out to the mothers to be. You know what I mean? Shout out to the uh, sisters, the aunts, everybody. Shout out to the fathers, hand, because there would be no Mother's Day without a father. You know, that's they, they, we're having a family day. You know, they don't even have family day. There's, they separate the two when the two equals the three, which is the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. But you have all of these separations. There is no mother without a father. There is no father without a mother. So shout out to everybody. But um you know the sister should uh she does need some uh some support. I've been reading some of her threads on Facebook. You know, she's going through an emotional time right now and I'm sure that a few dollars wouldn't hurt either, you know. So 
that's all I'm willing to talk when it comes to his case. Oh, I, I can't. I had no it. idea that that was the mother of his child. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Wow. Definitely. Um, shout out to that sister sending some love and light. You know. Indeed. Wow. I told her about Savy Village, so you know, hopefully, she could get either sponsored or she'd be able to make a trek down to Honduras to the Healing Village. You know what I mean? Um, even for the family that's out there that may be looking for somewhere to go to heal, because we are all going through healing processes. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Queen of Four. I forgot to mention that I had the um, uh, the opportunity to uh, be graced by Queen of Fools' presence. Yesterday, I went for a session, a Man Heal Thyself session, that I'm recommending to all of my brothers out there. I don't, You could live in Alaska or, you know, you could live in Tibet at this point. As long as you have Internet access or access to a phone and, be, and you're able to call up Queen of Four, I believe her website is queenoffour.com. It, this is coming highly, 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 highly recommended. The session that we had was completely therapeutic. She helped take me back to my center. You know what I mean? She did an energy reading, and the pendulum doesn't lie, and a lot of other things don't lie. And the sister, uh, I, I don't even have to, you know, my testimony is one of thousands that you've already heard about the uh, the magic that the sister possesses, Queen of Four. Um just her nurturing capabilities as a queen, a practitioner of wholeness and health. Highly, this is coming highly recommended by me, family. You have no idea how much you just helped me in a short amount of time. But um, I'm on a 21-day program with her. I'm going to be working with the brother Ali as well. So rather than just talk about it, family, I'll be able Shout to show Ali. you. Nah. I, I, yeah, big shout-out to Ali. Nah, I mean, it's, to... it's an extension. It's, it's funny that you mention it, you know what I'm saying, and I don't know if you're cognizant of it at all, but we had made a pledge uh, on May 1st, I believe it was. Um, I think I think it was last year. You know, she had an event when she was just unveiling the Man Healed Ourselves mission and, you know, uh, a lot of people made pledges, myself included, to undergo the particular program, the regiment. But what what happened was I ended up relocating to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, and I was doing the ATL thing for a minute, so I didn't really get to tap in the way that I wanted to. But if I, you know, and I'm not big on regrets if I can say that I had any regrets, it would be that I didn't have an opportunity to really dig in the way that I wanted to and become involved with that system. I had saw Ali and uh, Supernova in the gym a few days afterwards, and we actually started working on some regimens as it pertains to, to that, to body sculpting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And those brothers are dynamic on that level in terms of, you know, 
how they push to train it, to, you know what I'm saying, like that they, they really get you to that limit, you know what I'm saying, they're inspiring, mm-hmm. you know how to pretty much call forth the the best in you, you know, they yeah. have been under wonderful tutelage with their mother and their father, you know, and now they are vital assets to the community because they have that level of fortification. So even with Islam, you know what I'm saying, making that, that move in that direction to the military, I understand it. You feel me? Because I know that he's, he's of that particular ilk where, you know, that level of instruction is something that is part of who he is. So that particular level of instruction for him will only hone his skills. And I'm not endorsing the U.S. military, but I will acknowledge that many of our fathers and grandfathers went through that gate, that particular corridor. You know what I'm saying? How about this? I'm out here in L.A., and it's mad dudes that done did that for their level of training. You know, if they wanted to step one level of their game up to somewhere else, and I ain't going to dry snitch to talk about what that is, but, you know. And many of the lecturers, warrior, yeah, yeah, many of the lecturers that the brothers that are on the circuit now had uh, history in uh, the military. A, a, a long laundry list of lecturers, brother. You know what I mean? We're in the military, so you know I can't take away anything from the brother and what he's doing. But family, I would definitely say support Queen of Four and what she's doing. Um, for all of my brothers out there that are really interested and in, um, choppy. Okay, how how do I sign now? Good money. For the brothers that are interested in healing thyself and dealing with the regiment that will rebuild you in all stages, mentally, physically, and emotionally, and most importantly, spiritually, um, go to queenoffour.com and look into the program. We have uh, in New York, there's going to be coming, we have something coming up. I don't want to talk about it just now, you know what I mean? But I would just say sign up with the Global City of Wellness, um, Queen of Fools website, and uh, you will begin to uh, hear about what's going on. And we have some stuff that's going to be taking place online, globally, mobily, so it doesn't matter where you reside or domicile or where you may be traveling to during summer months, as long as you have a telephone, a phone that's smarter than a fifth grader, and a computer or a tablet or a laptop, you'll be able to participate. Okay? And you can always leave your email on our... You can always leave your email on our Nodaledge Facebook page. That's Nodaledge TV at Facebook. All right? Feel free to leave any information that you have, family, on the Nota Ledge uh, page. We check it every other day. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yes, family, now's the time that we ask you to participate, okay, with promoting tonight's episode. You can go to your Facebook page and update your status. You know what I'm saying? Let them know that you're rocking with the best here for the State of the Union 2013. You can um, tweet it, you know, to put in your Twitter. You can Instagram it. You can take the flyer, post that to Instagram. 
you know what I'm saying, let the family know on the other side what's going on. You know what I mean? They they might just need a dose of some of this realness. You never know who you're going to help by putting the word out, all right? Or you might want to shoot a text, a mass text, to your people and your friends and your family, you know? However that you do the thing, just do the thing, participate, all right? And, uh, yeah, so that's that on that. The all right, so um, I guess we're ready to go. It's at the nine thirty mark. Let's go ahead and begin this program for the night. Yes, indeed. All right. Would you like to read the description, brother? Uh, no problem. Yeah. Okay, join us tonight on KTL Radio <laughs> as we proudly present. State of the Union 2013, featuring Dick Gregory, our elder statesman and voice of the Griots. He will be joined in his intro by Brother Polite, the young phenom and voice of the young master teachers. We will discuss in detail their upcoming lecture in New York City, May 19th, and the State of the Union at this point in our collective journeys. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This show will be epic and monumental like the previous State of Unions. Log on or call in. 347-637-2135. And without any further ado, I want to open up the line for the 347-465. Hey, I'm welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Yeah, peace, peace, peace. God, bye. Peace to the God. What's good with you? I'm doing good. All right, all right. Welcome back to Know the Ledge Radio, Brother Polite. Hold on. going on out there, brother man? How's the road treating you? They're treating me good. I'm in Florida right now, making it Sunny happen. Florida. Shout out to the land of flowers. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, it's just great, man. I'm feeling good. The family's feeling good. Uh, can't complain. We're doing successful, man. We're being successful. And... Uh, I just want to, again, commend y'all. It's the number one thing we have to do first and foremost because y'all running the show. Y'all can pat yourself on the back. But we have to commend you. We have to commend y'all for the work that y'all are doing in the community and being the most consistent show in the conscious community that anyone and everyone has to bear witness to. Y'all are the most consistent brothers in the community and one of the keys to success is consistency. And y'all got it going down Tuesday and Friday. And I don't know if you ever missed a show in my life. You know what I'm saying? I get the text all the time, the emails, and, you know, y'all do graphics a lot of times for the show. That commitment, uh, it resonates with the whole community, and it's something that uh, I got told. I came into the community looking up to y'all because y'all was looking very professional and as far as just your persistence. And I can tell when people are consistent like that, that it's something in their heart. Because when people aren't about what they say they're about, you see the inconsistency. You know, when when you're doing something you really love, like we learn, if you love your work, you never work a day in your life, you know. So I know that despite what your detractors may say, and people try to defer our attention to other things in light of what y'all are doing, 
I can stand affirm that being in your brother's presence is a blessing. And as a neophyte in the community when I first came in, I learned a lot from you brothers and still learn. So y'all just deserve those kudos if no one else gives it to you for the night. When it gets archived, it needs to be appreciated because uh, I know the donations don't go down the way they should, and I understand that, you know, we are not designed to be poor righteous teachers, but if we leave it up to our community, they will make us as such unless we create other uh, streams of income for ourselves. So y'all brothers definitely deserve the support, and I want to implore that the people that's listening online, they hit the donation button as it relates to Know the Ledge because, I mean, I don't know. No other online medium that gives way for stars, entertainers, uh, conscious people with high momentum of of love and of praise. I don't know. No medium that has given us so many different genres or so many different people from so many different genres of activity or fields and occupations and services to the community, all on one medium that... Y'all pay the bill, and if no one give you a donation, y'all still going to pay the blog talk bill and give us the service. And we take it for granted. But I bet you if y'all was to fall back and leave it alone for good, I guarantee people would be like, damn, man, why they had to do that? They should have told us something. We could have helped them out. We could have did a webinar. So I'm telling people, don't wait until shit the fan, uh, y'all turn our brothers bitter. I'm not saying y'all going to turn bitter, but you know Y'all seen teachers come and go, and y'all seen people change throughout the years. You do realize the zeal that people come into the community with doesn't be, it's never sustained after 10, 15 years. A lot of us lose our vigor because of the inability for those who know better to support. So I'm letting y'all know. Y'all get the law. Interesting that you brought that up last week. As a matter of fact, you know, I definitely was going on one of my famous rants. And I was talking about the, the fact that, now nah, real talk, I was saying that, you know, I've been doing a lot of res, uh, research into um, crowdfunding. Um, yes. I, I'm, 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 I'm diving in deep into crowdfunding. Uh, crowdfunding will be what Kickstarter and Indiegogo and those other websites are doing where yes. they're leaving it up to the people now, not to necessarily donate anymore, but they're 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 giving the power to people to become the loners, the loners, or instead of going to a bank for a loan, you're going to the people now. So the power is officially in the people's hands, and That's you right. know it's a successful model because uh, it's it, the numbers don't lie. It's proven itself over the past five years that it's extremely successful in growth, and and then the growth is in the uh, 100th percentile. So that's right. You know, my thing is, you know, we we already cracked the one million download on Know the Ledge, which is a milestone for us How? because it shows us That's that right. a million people have now. And if you use the the the, um, the formulas of uh, they have these these formulas of data, that if one person downloads a program, then three people officially have listened to it because one, you know, That's it's, right. it's going to travel. It grows legs. So, you know, about 5 million people are, have already been uh, benefited by this information. You know what I mean? So at this point, there's no more donation. There's only funding. There's crowdsourcing. So if they got a million downloads, if we got a million downloads, a million dollars isn't far-fetched at all. You could, we could create that right. one fundraising campaign. A million dollars is a dollar from everybody that walked away 
just leave a tip. You know what I'm saying? Put that towards the machine because what it is that we're going to show them that's about to be built, no one can deny that's it. Right. It's undeniable at that's this right. point because they say that it's not what you know, it's who you know. And if I had to give you a laundry list about who we know just based on who we brought in the program, <laughs> we'd be here till next week. That's right. That's true. You know? I know and and nobody is separate. I don't see Brother Polite. I don't see Dick Gregory. We're all part of one nation, one family, one movement, one conglomerate, one machine, one Voltron. We all move together. That's where the power is at. That's what we talk, that that's what we about building, brother. So this will never stop. You already know. They never gonna stop writing books. We ain't never gonna stop doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? Because we <laughs> committed right. to this. This is our life's that's mission. Right. And I love to see that you are living out your life's mission. I had the opportunity the other day to see your first lecture. I saw a video, I saw an archive video of a lecture that you did with Dr. Sadie where you opened up. And you can wow. only tell <laughs> how far a person has gotten in their journey by going back into the reference point as to where they began. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like nobody can that's really, you know, you could, that's how you weigh, that's how you, that's how you take your weight, you know what I mean? You weigh yourself out as to if you're doing worse right now than how you started, then you went backwards. Yes. But if you look at yourself now as to where you started and you see the growth, you see how everybody has, has grown, and you can just look at you in your face, and you can just look at your energy. You can look at your information. I think you were talking about the fifth book that you wrote at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're talking milestones right now. We're talking history in the making. You feel me? We're yeah. talking about his, being a part of history in the making. This is not a small thing. You travel in America, so you know what I'm talking about. This is bigger than That's what right. we think it is. This is a movement. Right. This is a renaissance. So salute for being one of the flaming torches. You know what I'm saying? They say when you pass the torch, you light many fires. I see your new covenant right. family. I see the, the, the fires that y'all lighting and the people that y'all are empowering and, and the quality, not the quantity, the quality of membership. It shows me that you're going places. So salute. Man, Keep man. doing the yeah, work. Keep to the family. You know what I mean? I admire the fact that you could, you know, handle all of those women, all of that energy at once, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's honorable, <laughs> real talk. Now I'm telling you, it's honorable because some people can't even ha handle half a woman, you know what I mean? And it's, 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 you know, and the way that you have your thing going, a lot of people that I've talked to, they're impressed by that, you know what I'm saying? And, and they give you your props. So continue Thank on you, doing what you're doing, continue paving the road, opening them doors and whatnot. Because, like, we just lost our brother, uh, rest in light, to Malcolm uh, X's grandson. I was talking about That's how right. far this brother could have. He was a key maker. If this is the Matrix, he was a Chinese dude with the keys on his waist. He wasn't the sharpest tool in the box. He might not have been another Malcolm X, but his purpose was to open up doors. He could have got That's many right. people on global stages just by being the lineage and the kinfolk of this man. And when we lost him, right. we lost a key maker. So we got extra work to, we got triple of the work to do right now to get what we were supposed to be, have gotten, if not, you know, for this brother and other brothers that have been losing, you know what I mean, have been taken, getting taken out of the matrix or out of the game. So that's right. continue doing what you're I mean, doing. Don't let the body distract you. Thanks a lot, brother. And what I want to add on to the conversation before we let uh, the segue for the wise elder and man of multifacets. Okay, man of many trades, with a youthful spirit at that. 
You have to look at them. You have to look at Brother Dick Gregory to tell how old he is. Because when he delivers, if you turn your head from the TV or YouTube and you just listen to his delivery, you can't tell how old that man is, man. I mean, his spirit is youthful. He's not uh, beaten down. He's not down-spirited. He's on a whole nother scale, and that's how you know he's a true freedom fighter. And it's an honor to bless the same stage of being in the same room with him on May 19th. I think it's a blessing that people of my generation and, you know, older and younger have an opportunity to espouse themselves to a man of his genius and his brilliance. On May 19th, Malcolm X's birthday, in the venue that takes place in Brooklyn, New York, 1174 Bedford Avenue, between Putnam Avenue and Madison Street, okay, at the Osborne Hall. People have to understand the history behind it, because I know Brother Dick Gregory supports Malcolm X, his legacy, and the likes. And May 19th is Malcolm X's birthday, and I understand many people will be doing many things to commemorate Malcolm X's birthday, and I hope uh, that much more do it between now and then. But understand, at this particular venue, this is also a place when the most honorable Elijah Muhammad sanctioned Malcolm X to go out there and find real estate so they could set up their private schools. Okay, most honorable Elijah Muhammad. I'm going to tell you, I never was a member of the Nation of Islam, but I can never deny the fact that I have been influenced by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's teachings as many black people that call themselves conscious that even to this day may be bickering over if the nation of Islam is part of Scientology, if Yaku really was grafted by, if Yaku really conducted a gravitation, if if the pig is really a cat and a dog and a, and a rat and all this other stuff. You know, we may, we may debate over the ideology. But oftentimes when we come across greatness like a Dr. York or most honorable Elijah Muhammad, we get lost in the sauce as far as the religiosity or the cultural dynamics of the doctrines that they convey. But what we always circumvent, what we always tend to circumvent is the economic premise and momentum that these brothers have established. And when you look at someone like Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and again, I'm not a speaker or representative of the nation of Islam, nor have I ever a day in my life identified myself as a Muslim. Not that by definition I have a problem with the word, but I'm just making, I'm keeping it 100. I've never identified myself as a Muslim. I've never identified myself as an inherent of the nation of Islam. I've never taken myself there. I've never done that. But what I will say is it would be ignorant to disregard the fact that this man has had an influence on the whole black community, particularly in America. This man had his own import and exports. He had over 50 of his own type of schools, okay, establishing a curriculum that they felt made subscriptions to the black psyche. Love that man doctrine or not, love the bow ties, the skin chins or not, believe in the Yaku gravitation story or not, the reality is this. He is certified, okay, when it comes to establishing a place in black history. And when, Mal- and when Malcolm X was set forth by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad to find real estate so they can establish these schools, one of these places, one of these uh, pieces of estate happens to be the very place that we'll be having this class on Malcolm X's birthday. Malcolm X's name is still on the deed. Many of us talk about ancient Egypt, okay? It would get me the most about people in the conscious community. It's the unconsciousness. We will talk about 
ancestry. We will talk about our lineage. We will talk about what took place in the in the pyramids. We will talk about the special sins that we used to burn. We will talk about the rituals. But that's all we will do. We will study the history, but we will never engage in the application of it thereof. I'm saying, if you want to conduct a serious ritual, if you want to revive the spirit or revisit the spirit of your ancestors that fought like hell for you, you got to get in that building May 19th on Malcolm X's birthday in the place where his name is still on the beat. His name is still on the deep. And you can talk about all the metaphysical doctrine that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad brought to the people. Just like I tell people with my teacher, Dr. Yo, you can talk about all the metaphysical doctrine that he brought to the community. But listen to this. Those brothers were pioneers in real estate as it relates to black entrepreneurs. And that's the part of the information that we never get. We get all of the man from planet Riz doctrine. We get all of the Yaku gravitation doctrine. But we never learn about how many schools these men set up or how many buildings they owned in the community, how they gave us living quarters. We never learned about these bookstores that they set up. They uh, imported and export. Most of Muhammad had imported and export with fish with, with Africa, had his own independent uh, news publication, okay, wrote his own books, okay, had his own organization, okay, the protocol, the structure, the lessons, the 50-plus schools in America. And you're talking about him sending a man forth. Who, who had no entrepreneurial skills and said, yo, you don't have the degrees to go out there in real estate and find you builders. And Malcolm X found the builders just because his master teacher told him, go find those buildings. I know you ain't got no real estate license. I know you ain't no real estate attorney. I know you, this, the world says this is not your skill set, but if you have the spirit of your doctrine and the confidence in yourself, you can go out there and you can make it happen. And this brother with no real estate information, no real estate certification, applied himself, and of course people helped and supported him, and here it is, there's a building that now is at risk of being taken, and guess who they called out to help them save the building? A young man who's uh, leading a, and pioneering in a movement in regards to real estate, how to diffuse foreclosures, how to buy properties without a mortgage, myself. And at the end of that meeting that day, I do have a meeting scheduled to help them save that building. And I'm telling our people now, you got to stop allowing our ancestry to kill themselves, to get us things that we just allow to be taken in our generation. Our generation is allowing too much of our ancestors' hard work to go in vain. We just sit here, dumb, deaf, and blind to the fact that someone paved the way. And while we, while we recite these hip-hoppers' lyrics, that encourage us to denigrate the character of our wives, defame the character of the men, prostitute ourselves, we allow all the real estate and all the economic uh, legacy that was left here, the foundations that was built, we allow it to be taken away, not because white people are taking it, but because we choose to stay ignorant of the facts that will sustain us in a capitalistic construct. I'm telling y'all, get in there, because not only am I going to show how we can save that property, I'm going to show people how to turn your own properties into landmarks so it can get passed down to your progeny from one generation to the next. I'm going to show you how to diffuse foreclosures step by step right in front of you. I'm going to show you how to buy the properties or buy the mortgage step by step in front of you. I'm going to ask you to ask me questions on anything that you need done in your personal life. I don't care if it's vaccinations where you got to go to school and you need to stop your child from being vaccinated. If you don't want your child to school and you want to homeschool them, ask your questions, man. Uh, uh, we have skilled 
caseworkers of our new colony community that's here to support you. The theme of the event is We Shall Rise Out of Poverty by Any Means Necessary. Stop taking the most fanatical aspects of the doctrines that were conveyed to us and use the most practical elements that was presented to us in the community. We love to talk about killing someone, because the truth of the matter is we're not going to effectively apply killing anybody any day soon. So we love to say kill a cracker in a heartbeat. But if you tell somebody, apply yourself and learn some damn real estate, because everybody got to live in the house at the end of the day. And if America, if America cared for you, it would be part of the curriculum along with math, and be part of the curriculum along with science, and be part of the curriculum along with gym, that you have to go to a real estate class. Because at the end of the day, when you leave school, you got to go to a house, you got to go to some kind of shelter, but we're moving away from the basic principles of life, which is food, clothing, and shelter. And they'll teach us everything else food, clothing, and shelter. So that's what we want to present that day. It's May 19th. You can go to 2012stores.com, not only to purchase any of the 70-plus books that I've written thus far, as Masoud Amore, Senator Tumre, head of the Crown of New Covenant Community, illustrious and supreme grand apperception of our community. You can also pick up the pay-per-view online tickets or the hard copy tickets. Just print them out and, and bring them to the door. You know, we, we, we deal with excellence. So we just don't bring you a lecture. We bring you greatness. Don't let someone like Dick Gregory come that close within the uh, proximity of anywhere you live and don't come out and see this man. This is a man who ran for president, and they gave him help. And he said, yo, if I were the one presidency, man, I would ask for a recount because I would have knew something was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy is a cool dude, man. He a funny dude. But you've got to check him out. This is a man that has ran for president. You don't understand how that resonates in me and what it means to represent the people. Say, man, you love America? No, don't. Deal with the fanatical aspect. Deal with the conscientious element behind what he was doing and what he was saying. Just just to have the bold move during the time when he still was lynching people. To go out there and say, well, you know what? I, I'm going to try to run this shit. Just to have the goal to do something like that. you got to look at that man and say, he's the real gangster. Not the ones out there uh, talking about killing each other. He stands up before the beast and say, yeah, I dare to even run up against y'all. I, I, I dare to even let you know what runs in my mind as a black man. I'm going to I'm gonna come out here and use uh, political satire as a way to engage my people into politics and other realms of information, but I'm going to use co- comedy as a medium to get this across. This is a man that's been on, in your movie uh, scenes. This is a man that despite his success, in light of all his success, and despite his success, he never was reluctant to teach the truth to the people. He never used the, his successful momentum as a reason for why he should decline or be reluctant to convey a progressive spiritual message to the people or freedom fight for the people. He is there when Trayvon Martin went down. He was there for the rallies to make it happen. So don't front on people that's real because we'll spend $13, $15 on a CD that advocates our destruction, our, our ultimate demise, selling drugs and everything in our community, and we'll make excuses and say, well, you know, niggas got to do what they got to do. But here's a man that could have went left field when his whole spirit was telling him he needs to go right. He moved right when his spirit told him to move right. Don't let people like this come in your midst that can uh, cast and, and bestow pearls of wisdom you while you say this is just another day. White folk go to their plays and do what they do, 
and they enjoy themselves. They create themselves as superheroes in their movies and do what they do, and they enjoy themselves. They in our cartoons, our children have to emulate white characters and be in their personage mentally in order for them to be a superhero because we haven't created the lane, nor is the lane so readily and easily accessible for us. This man right here is your freedom fighter. He's a superhero as far as I'm concerned. He's the real thing. You know, we're looking for people in spandex and underwear, you know, and this man is out here going in hard, risking his life, saying things that are thought-provoking, and they, and it's so thought-provoking, it may incur uh, a spiritual awakening at a moment's instance. But he does this. We can't let him come into our neighborhood and don't, Feel what resonates from him because it may be just what you need to uplift yourself. You may need the confirmation. It may not even be for you. Bring your, your children out. Bring your mother out. Bring, if you're a mother, bring your son out. You know, if you're a father, bring your wife out. Bring your family out because all the other races have their concept of culture and a family outing. Make the lecture circuit your family outing. Pay for someone else's ticket. If you ain't got the money, come to the damn door. Don't let the ticket stop you from coming to see Greatness, but don't be slick either. You got it. If you got enough for the coffee and the fancy sneakers, pay the money and compensate people that's putting this together. But listen, invest in your own consciousness, man. It's the highest form of investment you can do. People say we can't be solvent. I say, man, do you know that your body is the highest form of real estate on planet Earth? Your body is the temple. Cats will do everything to clean up their car and put uh, $3,000 rims on the wheels of their car, buy all sorts of flat screen TVs for their house, and then buy themselves a $2.50 rice and wings just because it comes with a free 50 cent soda. You understand what I'm saying? $3,000 on rims. Okay, $3,000 on the tires on their car and $2.50 on their food. So I'm glad that this great elder is a nutritional consultant. Why? Because when you see a man of his age with his vigor, and his stride, you know that the health shit is for real because you can see his great hands and you can see his strength and you can see his vigor and you can see his zeal. So even as I, as a young man, you may just say, you know, he got that zeal, he got that zealousness because he's young. But when you see Dick Gregory, you say, oh, shit, I'm going to eat right because I need to be like that. Whenever you see an elder man make a young man aspire to get older, that's when you know he's the truth because many of the elders today misrepresent old age. And old age is supposed to be accompanied by wisdom each time you go around the sun. And sad to say, it's very few people. It's a rarity in our day and time, in this day and age, because we've been beaten up and, and our spirit has been broken, that now you have young people afraid to engage older age. So now they run from it. They grimace at the reality of getting older. And when you make the youth afraid to get older, you know what they do? They remain children at mind even into older age, and now they make immature adolescent decisions. Yes, indeed, Let's Brother Polite. He's the truth. I love him. Let's do it, man. Let's get it, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. With no further ado, <laughs> caller from the 202, Mr. Dick Gregory. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, indeed. We'll we'll have fun Sunday. Oh, yeah. And the buildings, you know, you just send an energy out. And let me say first, thank and praise God. We've all made it here safely today. Yes. I pray to God that your return and my return will be equally as safe. And it's a new rhythm today. 
You hear That's people right. talk about we're going to destroy the planet. Let me tell you something about this planet. The planet is destroying us. That's why we're doing what we're doing. We have already <laughs> violated. <laughs> we sit here. The last book I put out called Callous on My Soul. And you got to go back to the old days when the old black men had them shoes and they had to cut them. And so when you rub a shoe, there's not a shoe that a human being will make will ever wear out one of God's feet. So we might as well throw that out the window. You put a tight shoe on, you can't afford it. The universal God didn't put you here with no shoes on. So when that shoe rubs against the foot because it's too tight, the person that gave them to me didn't have the same size foot that I had. So it rubs the skin, and it rubs the skin, and the God sends the missile up to protect it, and it gets hard, and that's called a corn. And when you sit around, you see, see, in the old days, the black folks with wisdom, not not intelligent. Look at all your Bible, whatever religion you are. There's no such thing in there as intelligence or smart. This thug changed that. Because all your Bibles, it said they had great wisdom. He changed it to smart and intelligent, so he can give you a test on it. If the boy could grade wisdom, he could build a pyramid. And so when you stop and think about, you know, that when that shoe, which is not made by the universe, when that shoe and that coin gets there, and then it hurts. Why? Because air, oxygen can't get through it. And then if you keep wearing it, and then when you go to the foot doctor and they peel it down or you do it yourself, and the hurt stops, that oxygen is able to get back through it. And so consequently... If you wear that shoe and you wear that shoe, then the corn turns into a callus. Hmm? A corn turns into a callus. And there is no shoe that can wear out God's foot. And when that callus gets there, it gets so hard, it'll either wear through that shoe or the old black folks would just cut the shoe. So you see them standing on the corner walking with them brogans on in the in the holes in it where they had cut it. Now, I tell you this because of this. There's never been a shoe that will wear out God's foot. And if you don't relieve yourself of that, then the callus will wear the shoe out. That's what my book is about. We got a callus on our soul, and all his guns and all his stuff don't mean nothing. We about to wear it out. And there's nothing they can do to stop it. That's what this is about. And so when we sit and understand where this is going, and, and we've had people out there, Malcolm, with all of his wisdom, everywhere. You know, you look. I cannot remember the guy's name down in down in uh, that his followers wore white. Outfit in Miami, in Florida. He bought a billion dollars worth of land. So y'all can talk that talk you want. In a white racist system, huh? Your billion dollars don't mean nothing. There's better ways to get what you want. I'm not saying don't. Marget, that's a French word. It means mark, a death note. 
But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they'll take anything they want. And y'all don't talk about that. You want to talk about York. Well, you think York's in jail now, huh? He robbed a bank? And he was in Atlanta? Money is not power. Education is not power. Information is power. That's why he's sitting in that jail up there. Because he's talking about them folks that live in the earth. Those are the ones that, that stopped Admiral Byrd. Y'all talk about Admiral Byrd. Went to, oh, he went through the hole in the North Pole and came out in Bolivia. And them, them folks down there slowed his plane down to a stop. And when they sent two people out there to talk to me, y'all put your guns away. That don't work. Hmm? We want to take you and You see, these white boys talking about unidentified. So I just left a conference. Them things been here billions of years, man. But why did we start seeing them after we dropped the nuclear bomb, okay? After we dropped the nuclear bomb. And then if you got a computer with you now, your thing, pull up the treaty that Harry Truman signed with the space people, okay? This is where we're going now. The greatest money raiser in the history of this planet was Marcus Garvey, huh? And what did it do? He got set up by who? Queen Mother Moore, who was a work FBI informant. Sit him up. Okay, so we can talk all this talk. In a white racist system, we always leave that out. You're right when you said neighborhood. We don't live in no community. When I heard you say neighborhood, you're right on target. What's a hood? It's something you put over your head when you're trying to hide something. A community, you own your financial machine. You control your school. You control your cops. You control your dinner. Huh? We sitting here talking about whole food. I'm 81 years old, man. And I used to hear old black folks, my grandfather's father's father, talking about the space people they talk to. Up on the Indian reservation, they've been landing on Indian planets for over a million years, huh? And if I know that, you know Harvard knows that. And then so when we sit here now and talk this 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 crap that a, a white racist system gave us, then we miss it. Uncle Tom, that's the finest thing you can become. That's a shapeshifter, okay? Become a rabbit or a or, or dog, a cat, an elephant. That's why the Dogons, they didn't sign no treaties with them because if they put them in jail, they could turn into a, a roach and crawl out. That's who we are. You saw the men in black? That was about shapeshifters, huh? And so when you stop and think about Marcus Garvey, man, Nobody in the history of America has raised no money like that that wasn't on the stock market. And they said, hey, bring him in. Said, that Queen Mother Moore, that wasn't her name then. Uh, yeah, come over here. We need you to do us a favor. And then they went and made a deal with Marcus Garvey. They said, we let you out of jail. But the people want you. But we got to get you out of the country. So then he said, on these conditions, on these conditions, hear me, 
on these conditions, huh? I want to speak to my people one more time. So put me on a barge and take me down to New Orleans and let the people know I'm going to be there. I want you to hear this. They let him out of jail, and so many people came. All he was taking was nickels, dimes, and quarters. Huh? And when they came down here, it was so many people. When that barge pulled out, he had $6 million in dimes, nickels, and quarters. Okay? All right. That's what happened. Then they found out that they, they stuff didn't work. They stuff didn't work. You got people in America now that know Marcus Garvey's name that can't even remember what their grandchild's name is, huh? And so you sit and you look. I knew Elijah Muhammad, huh? Me and Tony Brown was sitting in his house one day, and he said, how come y'all don't like Nixon? He's a good man. <laughs> and we said, oh, come on, man. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the White House tomorrow. When? Tomorrow? Yeah. How you going? I'm flying to the airport. How you going to get in the White House? A car going to pick me up. And I'm going to go pick up my money. When you coming back tomorrow evening? Well, I'll be here when you get back. I want to see the money. Well, Brother Brown, he had to go back to New York. He couldn't make it. Stay. So I went by to see him. I saw a hundred million dollar check. Okay. Okay, when you in the order, you don't have to ask or beg nobody. The universe brings it to you, okay? And that trial they got going on to Chicago now about Elijah's women, what do you think they're fighting over? That hundred million dollar check that's in the Continental Bank in Chicago, okay? All right. And so when you stop and think about who you are, I knew a woman named Mother Gibson in Chicago. If you were in New York tonight and went by the Hilton Hotel and killed everybody in it, if she was alive, if you called her so the police got there, you wouldn't do one day in jail, huh? It's a game they play. Kennedy? Kennedy ain't died because of no integration. And how long are we going to be tricked and believe some ignorant, redneck, nigger-hating quacker who can't read or write? Huh? It's going to determine public policy? Are you crazy? But we ain't mad at the DuPonts and the Mellons. Huh? Uh-huh. We, we're not mad at Saks Fifth Avenue. Huh? We're mad at some little redneck, somebody who we think we can whoop. Huh? And the real people that's letting them do that. You know, the average Pullman porter, most of them were millionaires because Richard Pullman out of Chicago went to London where they made the the sleeping cars. Nobody in America, poor ignorant white folk in America, just got to the point where they could afford that. That means you get on up until then, the president and and the top businessmen, they hook their car onto the regular trains. So then Pullman put it together, and then he, it was right at Reconstruction. So he came south looking for 
Negro men, six foot three, dark, and white pearly teeth, he couldn't smile. And he hired them. And what did I know? I knew everything. Where did I make my money? Because I was invisible to them rich, powerful white people. I knew what sports games was going to be tricked. I knew when the stock market was going to go up and go down, and I came back to the community huh? and told the folks. This is what this is about. You want to hear history? The black folks got it. The old black folks got it. Stand on the corner all day. My mother's 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 mother worked for Frank and Jesse James. We from Missouri, up in the boot hills. huh? When they came in and killed Jesse, Frank took the money. And came east and changed his name to Rockefeller. Hmm? Rockefeller. And when the brother said you didn't need you don't need no education to make it, but you can need you got to know that other occult thing, huh? That we born with. Huh? And the reason the James hated the railroads in the banks, because the James were Jews, huh? The James were Jews. So you think you know history? Huh? If you saw the movie Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's daddy was a Negro. Hmm? And if you saw the movie that just came out, go back and see it again. It starts off where he's talking about his kinky hair. Huh? Okay? And so this is a game set up by a bunch of white thugs. Neighborhood. We don't control nothing. They'll come take your money. I don't know if you all know what just happened not too long ago. Them payday loans. <laughs> payday loans. The government just came in and knocked them down. Huh? Knocked them down. Look at the Indians. I was with some Indian brothers the other day. They said, you won't be part of it. No, man. I'm... The Indians is running ads saying we are not part of the United States government. So the government said they was charging too much interest. Well, you want some pay deal? Come on, we opening up. And and they have got into loan now that makes more money huh, than the casinos. All right? The Indians, huh? They're about to run these, 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 uh, these, these, uh, where you go in and, and rent furniture and you think you're paying one thing, you're paying 20% a week. On a couch, on a TV, hmm? and now the Indians say, "Come on, we'll we'll give it to you, whatever you want," because they understand the mentality of poor, oppressed people. I want it now. I get paid on Friday. I got a son that broke his hip. I got a grandmother that can't get her medicine. So whatever you charge me for, I don't care, huh? And this is where this thing is going. And that's why this radio I'm on is so important. I grew up we had NBC, CBS, huh? ABC, and that's all. Huh? That's all. Bill Cosby. You see, there's no money in comedy compared to writing. One of my first writers I hired, he wasn't even a writer, Ed Weinberg. He was working in a 
a clothing store in New York at $100 a week. I said, come on, go with me. I'll show you something. Hmm? So he's the one. When you see the Bill Cosby rerun, look and see, created by Ed Weinberger. And let me tell you this. If Ed, if, if Bill Cosby's made a billion dollars, which he have, Ed Weinberg's made 30. He's one of the richest cats in Hollywood now, okay? So when NBC was for sale, they're going bankrupt. They're about to do it now. When NBC was for sale, huh? Bill Cosby said, I want to buy NBC. And the white supremacy, I'm not talking about no Ku Klux Klan. I'm talking about non-white folks. It's 97% of the world population. White folks is 3%. How do you think 3% can control the whole planet? They do it through white supremacy, okay? Harvard and Yale. The real rich white folks wouldn't send a dog to Harvard or Yale. All your, all your schools, Ivy League schools, they were they were built by slave owners for they dumb white boys, huh? Nobody in their right mind would go to school where they have contact sports. Are you crazy? You get a Rolls Royce, a nine hundred thousand dollar Rolls Royce, and it don't come to be one tenth billion of what a little piece of your brain would be. Okay, these are games. And now we get to the point now where the wolf tickets don't work because these shows don't put too much information out here. That's what this is about. And so when 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 Kennedy, and all y'all got to do is just punch it up. When Kennedy signed an executive order, June the fourth, nineteen sixty-three, executive order one 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 zero. Look it up. And when you sign it, you got to wait for X amount of months before it becomes effective. What was that? One 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 zero executive order signed June the fourth, huh? It was a do away with the Federal Reserve, huh? Do away with the Federal Reserve. He signed it on June the fourth. Y'all can look it up. Ow. Right before it comes up, he get his head shot off. In Dallas, and they want everybody to think well, it's, it's involvement with civil. No, no, come on, y'all. And then go back a hundred years before that, 1963, Abraham Lincoln signed an executive order to do away with the central bank. So y'all around here blowing smoke, okay? We have something in us that when you understand what it is, the three causes of death in America is not cancer. Sugar, diabetes, heart condition. The number one cause of death is sleep deprivation, okay? Okay. Hitler went to bed every night, 90 minutes after the sun got on. Hitler was a vegetarian. Hitler never cussed, never drank, never smoked, okay? And look how that punk turned out, huh? Okay? So when you sit and squad your spirit, huh? It ain't about love. It's can you be lovable, huh? And so when we sit down, there's something inside of us, a vibration. If we were cops, we wear bulletproof vests. It don't keep you from getting shot. It slows up that one vibration to the extent there's a good chance you won't die. 
because the bullet has a vibration, and they know what. The, and when they make them bulletproof vests, they that's okay. So when the universal God put black folks here with the melanin, I hear y'all talking about melanin, talking about it. You know what it is, huh? When the sun hits your head, hmm? when the sun hits your head. That universal God knows because of your melanin, if it goes right in without being slowed up, you go crazy. You don't see it as it is. You you see it as you hope it can be. So that's why the universal God gave us nappy hair. So when that sun hits your head, it got to go through that little circle and go through the and go through it and then get in. It slows it up like a bulletproof vest, huh? And when ninety-eight percent black women is like six percent of America's population, ninety-eight percent of fibroid tumors is black women. The next highest amount is Jewish women. What you got in common? Nappy hair. We sit around and say, oh, she got good hair, he got good. You think the universal God made something to, that was called bad or good? How stupid can you be? Huh? And we sitting here and have seen last year, we just talking about the black folks that paid taxes. I'm not talking about the fuckers and the criminals. There's trillions of dollars that's made with day work. Cooking food, selling sandwiches. Huh? You see these black folks out on the corner selling these movies. They have them before they come out. And the first one is the FBI. You think white folk going to let you stand out there and sell that? That's the industry selling that, okay? So they can bypass the stars, bypass the people in them. Huh? They make them over there in Asia. Huh? So what's this game about? Y'all, y'all so busy. You can't be mad at a white racist system and think you won, huh? huh? What madness do to you inside, huh? And so as we turn this around and turn this around, hmm, it's in us. Do you know when black folks heard that Malcolm was killed? If my mom and grandmother would have been alive, they would have believed. That the nation of Islam did that, huh? Oh, we mad at we 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 mad at Minister Farrakhan. They don't know the protocol to the nation of Islam. Farrakhan didn't have the authority to direct that, huh? There's a protocol in the nation of Islam, hmm? okay? But what we had that's better than that, not one. Nation of Islam, Muslim brother or sister had to get off the corner because we loved Malcolm. But something inside of us said, Mm-mm. and you, you know, nation of Islam, ask them, did anybody ever threaten them? Huh? When Kennedy got shot in Dallas, don't you know? And they had a ride in, in, in Detroit that evening because it said a black man did it. Huh? We didn't. Not jump on Muslims because we didn't believe what white folks told us was something inside of us, huh? You run down the street today and and, and run it. I look at just Muslims, this this mess in in, in, in in Boston. And you got the Muslims 
Mostly. Well, he can't be, once he needs to be, he can't be buried here. So it makes me want to go join the Catholic Church. <laughs> okay? When, when Al Capone got shot, the priest wasn't debating was he going to be buried here. Y'all crazy? Say, yeah, bring him on here. Bring him on here. We, we'll handle it. Huh? This is a game. So somewhere, when you stop and think about what y'all talking about, we got the power. York, the members know why York's in jail, why he in that super jail in Colorado. Why? Because he got the book. He he teaches what's down there under the ground. Hmm? Huh? And so, so this is where we are. It's a new rhythm now. Hmm? When I think about Malcolm and think about all the stuff he went through to evolve. What is it? It's like a like a, a caterpillar. That caterpillar get through evolving and evolving and evolving. It ain't cussing nobody. I mean, you touch the caterpillar, you ain't never picked it up and gave it to your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Say, I love you. No, no. Then it ends up in the cocoon. And when it comes out, it comes out as a beautiful, beautiful butterfly. That's who we are. That butterfly can fly all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, fly all the way across the Pacific Ocean, but the bald eagle can't make that trip, okay? And there's a book out called Chaos. Talk about the butterfly park in Peking. As we talk tonight, butterflies over there flapping their wings will determine what the weather pattern going to be like nine months later in New York City. Huh? A gun and a Bible... The gun canceled the Bible out. And so the whole new thing now, whole new thing. Drop your fear. When you sit and look at, 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 at President Obama, if you all were white children, four years old, for the last three years, you've seen a black man running the most powerful place in the world, huh? And when you when his term is over for the last seven years, all you've seen is a white man. So the next election when they arrest a white folks and white folks, I didn't know a white person could be president of New York. Are y'all crazy? Y'all don't know what this is? See, you can't turn that around in a baby when they come out they pure. And when y'all leave here, go find you a bunch of 30 or 40 children, 9, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, and down, and put them together and look into that crowd and see if you can see any pimps or whores or hustlers or gangsters or military people or cops. Look in there and see if you can see. See if you can see a drug push. When they come from that universe, they just as pure and clean and all that stuff y'all talking about now in the car, it came out your house, Okay. If my mother and father had blonde hair and blue eyes and I showed up Sunday looking like, y'all should ask me some serious questions. Why? Because I'm a reflection of my mother and father. All that crap that's going on is a reflection of you and what you let happen. Okay? When you stop and think about it, black on black crime. What the hell is black on black crime? You go to China tonight, who you think killing Chinese in China? Hmm? Who you think? Leave there and go to Japan. Who you think killing Japanese in Japan? 
Go to Italy tomorrow. Who do you think Italians? Who do you think killing Italians? Italians are killing Italians. You kill where you live. If 98% of all white folks in America was murdered last year by white folks, if they ain't talking about white on white crime, how you get so stupid they got you talking about black on black crime? You kill where you live. Huh? It's a game. We, we sit here walking this money and this money and that. And you ain't even free. You can check this out. It's public domain. Last year, African Americans, after tax, these just the ones that pay taxes. I'm not talking people like my mama when she was alive. Did day work and made sandwiches and, and go to the factories and, and, and sell them to white folks, huh? And black folks if they were there, huh? And so when you when you stop and think about, you know, who you are and the vibration that you go through, huh? And so last year if you look at the black folks that paid income tax after expenses, see, see, wealth is after all your bills is paid, not that old chump change you had in the bank. And that's what you pass on. So after taxes last, you hear me good, because it's almost like, had Dick Gravy gone crazy? After taxes last year, the black folks paid taxes had $788 billion, okay? And I don't care what you think of. I learned a long time ago. My truth don't have to be validated by your ignorance. Huh? Now watch this. If you took all the oil companies last year, all of them on the planet, after the expenses, all they had left was $701 billion, Okay? But when you give a person like us in America $888 billion that we don't know we crazy, we don't know what slavery done, you go out and you buy Tutti Frutti and Bubblegum, huh? Okay? And so, and, and so what we're talking about Sunday, we're already there. I come up in the Baptist church. Grandmother and them, they ain't going to never be nothing but Baptists. But you know how to eat to live? They stopped eating pork. There have never been a religion out here that had this much influence on the diet of people that don't belong to that religion. Huh? Walk down the street. We so busy talking about dope pushes and niggas walking down the street with they 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 they, 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 they pants below their drawers. The Muslims don't walk like that. I don't hear y'all talking about them. They didn't run up to the hills, which they had a right to. They right here with us in the ghetto. They don't smoke. They don't drink. Huh? I've never heard one cuss. Huh? Come on, y'all. And black folks have never invited them to the to the church to talk about, how can I get my children off of drugs? How come it's y'all don't need drugs? I say, y'all stand out there. 150 degrees in the summertime, you got a shirt, bow tie. In a winter suit and ain't sweating. And I ain't even got the integrity to come and say, well, well, how do y'all do that? How do y'all do that? Huh? This is a game. And so when you understand who you are, let me tell you, man, everybody in the black community was told by the government in the past, be scared of the Muslims, the nation of Islam. Huh? They bad. 
people go to work and act like they didn't know Malcolm X. Well, I tell you one thing, that same system that taught you not to, to be afraid of, of, of Malcolm X and Mason, it's not, they got Malcolm picture on the stamp. Any of your kin folks on the stamp? You behaved, Negroes. You, any of your kin folks on the stamp? It's a game. And so coming together on this coming Sunday, just to quiet our spirits, huh? Y'all survived a white, racist, hateful system. And these white folks come up, we need more guns. We got to get guns. And so they went out since the, the, the incident in Connecticut. White folks increased the gun sales 41%. But wait a minute. Didn't Hitler have guns? Are y'all crazy? Didn't Hitler have guns? <laughs> Didn't Napoleon have guns when he went to Haiti? And all them brothers and sisters there had some bamboo poles where they sharpened some, found some, some, some spoons down and hooked them and beat up the greatest army in the history of the planet at the time. And y'all go to America talking about guns. White folks give up. America going to bring in martial law. We got to get ready for the revolution. Oh, wait a minute, white boy. Ain't no military ever been put together that didn't have military hospitals. Where you gonna, who gonna take care of your wounded thug, huh? Or you think you ain't gonna get shot, huh? And let me tell you something else. Any gun you got in your house, you bought in the last 40 years, they got a microchip in it. They can push a button from a satellite and blow you and the gun up, okay? So y'all gonna be, be, be full of hatred and play your games, huh? And see what happens, huh? You miss it. The brother out there in California talking about how the police treated him, and we're going to get these cops, and, and we're going to get them. And then all at once he put out the manifesto, and we said, well, he know, we know he's in San Diego now. And and we found this morning, we found his shield, his police badge, and his gun. And, and, and y'all so busy being scared or enjoying what you're hearing don't you know when you get fired from the police, they take your shield, fool? They take your badge, they take your gun, huh? Don't you know that? Huh? And when they accidentally shot those two women, because white folk got so scared, they said some, some, some Asian women. They thought it was him, to the car look alike. They didn't kill him. They shot him. Don't you know they settled out of court two weeks ago, $2.6 million apiece because they can't go to court because that thing they hiding would come out, huh? Yes, indeed. When that brother was holding them people. I'm sorry. No, I said I'm in L.A., and they're speaking about that openly in the press. They're saying, we don't want to go to trial with this. You got to settle out. Yep. And they settled that out of court. See, there's a new energy. And also, last two weeks ago, something happened. Something happened. It was some mentally retarded 37-month working on a turkey farm in Iowa. And they just dogged them and mistreated them and didn't pay them and beat them. Federal court two weeks ago awarded 37 of them, $240 million. There's an energy. That energy is be creating by this type of radio. Huh? 
All the ones we hear things out there and the vibration change. Y'all need to check that out. Huh? $240 million for 37 mental retarded people that work on the farm that was being misused. That's where we are today. And when you get through checking that out, check out the truth about birth certificates. Huh? Birth certificates is owned by the Vatican, traded every day on the New York Stock Exchange. Not mine, not mine. <laughs> Try it. If you ain't got no computer, go find somebody that got it and punch it up, and it'll come right up. Huh? Find out the truth about uh, <laughs> the truth about <laughs> London. London is not part of Britain, okay? London is a sovereign state. The whole world is controlled out of London. And if Queen Elizabeth wants to go to the city of London, she got to come to get permission from the Lord Mayor. And if they give it to her, she got to come through Temple's Gate and 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 and, and the London Lord Mayor and his friend is dressed up like devils. The Queen, the Queen makes three hundred and sixty million dollars every twenty-four hours. Gets interest on her money. Did y'all hear me? And that's chump change, okay? Money, money. A million dollars. I teach my grand change that million dollars into a million seconds and tell me how how much time that is. Dad, my machine must be for what? A million seconds is just 13 days. Well, that's what it is, chump change. Hmm? Now change a billion dollars into a billion seconds. What is that? Wow, 32 years. So why y'all want to be a millionaire, huh? Why they teach y'all about some chump change, huh? Huh? This is where we are. It's a new rhythm. And if y'all haven't heard of that new group of children that's being born, check out the Indigo children. Hit this planet, May the 5th, 1985. They born with IQs of, of 200 and go up. Then after that came the, the crystal child. And now this year comes the fifth child, huh? The fifth child. I got grandchildren. I got two indigo and one crystal. And when you see them and feel them, most of them die because we're so ignorant. They will. We think something's wrong with them, so we take them to doctors, juice them up with all kind of drugs and stuff. My granddaughter called me one day. Granddad, I need to talk to you. About my mother, which is your daughter. That's the way they talk. I said, how long has she been crazy? I said, well, uh, how old are you? Say, I'm six. Oh, no, you can't claim credit for that. She's credit. She's crazy for you. was born. Come on, i got to get a plane out here. What's up? Well, she want me and my brother to say thank you and yes, sir, and no, sir, and please, and thanks. And I said, I'm going to call granddad. And I said, tell her she's a fool. Don't anybody say thanks and please but a war out. Poor in spirit, poor in mind, but a fool. Ask your mother, have you ever seen Queen Elizabeth say that? Tell her to look in all the Bibles. She's a Christian, but look in all the Bibles and see if, if Jesus ever said thanks. Oh, God, it says, humble yourself. huh? I can hug you Sunday and blow your damn car up. Humbility don't work like that. You got $1,000 in the bank? You can't go and cash a check for 2000 huh? And they give you 1000 when you cash because that's your money. So if that's your money, why you say thanks to the teller, huh? 
He needs a thank you because he's just like that. And so I looked at the the movie that came out not too long ago about Betty Shabazz and 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 Sister King. Huh? And all they was doing and come out the CIA headquarters, all they was doing was create hatred for Elijah for for um you looked at it. Listen to the way they talked about uh, this and that. Coretta ain't never got on no plane and come to New York. And there's that scene where they're showing uh, uh, the, uh, her in the hospital. It's a damn lie. My son was the financial analyst for the city of New York. That hospital came under his jurisdiction. She had a tracheology in her throat. She couldn't talk. Okay? What happened, she lived in Mount Vernon. How come when the news broke, hear me good now, when the news broke, it was the New York police chief and the New York mayor. She didn't live there, but to get that trick through, they weren't going to trust the old small-time man police chief. huh? And that's why they put the hospital she was in was a New York hospital. When did you take me across the border? Hmm? So I got there the next day. It's funny how the news come out. That happened at 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 at, at like ten fifty seven, but the news didn't break on the AP huh? until the next morning at six. I mean ten thirty. Nobody heard of it. Tricky. Now here's uh, the grandson got killed the other day. <laughs> the news didn't break nowhere in the world but the Amsterdam news. Y'all crazy? Hmm? Huh? The, the the Russian the the the, the the Mexican embassy didn't set out a telex. We didn't get that till later the next day to answer their news. They don't print on Thursday, okay? And the young lady that sent it in is a friend of the family, or is she? Says, well, uh, uh, Malcolm's grandson was killed in Mexico. Today. And everybody quoted it around the world coming from the Amsterdam news by their sister. Well, why did she say when she gave the news, why didn't she stop there? Why did she say he spent X amount of time in jail for killing his grandmother? I went there the next day and I went up to her apartment and I talked to white folks there and they say four men came in here with hoods on and they wouldn't talk about no clan. They didn't know if they was black or white. They was hiding their face. They threw the firebomb, huh? All right. And then they took him outside and let him wander. A rainy night there. It looked like looked like one of the worst rainy nights in the history of New York, huh? And he was walking around barefooted with no clothes on, just underwear. And so when I get there and, and they tell me I talked to the five folks around the corner and they said, Yeah, it was uh and then all at once New York Times don't print that. So then I talked to his mother. I said, you got a problem. I said, uh, your son's in a detention center, but be careful when you go there. Be careful what you say. Because let me tell you, I found out. 
how he was walking through the street around midnight and this white woman looked through the window and saw him. That came out in the news that day. And she opened the door and let this little black child come in the house. And so me and the mother went there and I said, you got to play the game now. We got to come like this Uncle Tom niggas wanting to thank this white lady. You follow my lead. So I said, well, it sure was nice that you, uh, but but how did the police get here? She said, well, I heard on the news about uh, Malcolm's grandmother had been, they don't think she's going to live. I said, well, when did you hear that? She said, oh, uh, back before 1230. I said, well, how did you hear it when the news didn't hit? Till the next day. Oh, she said, well, I'm a good friend of uh, uh, Percy Sutton. Oh, Percy Sutton, the one that came out of military intelligence. <laughs> just got some mystery money and opened up an empire. That's the one you heard from. But right. nobody knew at the time that this had happened. But you knew enough to call Percy Sutton. Huh? Come on, y'all. Hmm? Y'all going to play Can I make a comment? Yes. Yes. I was um, privileged to actually meet. Malcolm's grandson, my brother Shabazz, and yes. he, he told me something similar to what you're saying. He looked me in my eye and he told me that he wasn't responsible for his grandmother's murder, and he explained to me that he had been under surveillance for all of his life. Sure. And he told me that he would get phone calls from 11-digit numbers, you know, like mm-hmm. numbers that look like binary codes, ones and zeros yeah. and all types yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And he would be in his apartment. This is when they were staying on 59th Street in the projects. And he said they will call him up with these weird accents, and they'll tell him everything that's going on, what he has on, what he's doing, sure. what the apartment looks like. And he's yep. like, I'm on the 15th floor with the, with the shades closed. You know, like he didn't understand how they were able to surveillance him for that particular level. And he said, yep. you know, there was some. There were some circumstances that were surrounding his grandmother's murder that he hasn't spoke openly about. Sure. He didn't share things with me, but he assured me that he didn't have anything to None do with it to the degree being blamed. None whatsoever. He, he especially mentioned, you know, his dislike or his his uh his distrust of Percy Sutton. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. And so, what you look at, remember. I asked his mother, I said, at what point were you aware that the government put a microchip up your butt and up your son's butt? And she said, well, you, you, come on, you know what the hell I mean. All that thing in, all that thing in, in Minnesota when you, 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 you got a little white love and you didn't know he was an FBI and you going to hire him to kill Minister Farrakhan, huh? And when they locked you up, your mother called me and she was going in with Consular and Percy Sutton. And she called me that morning and cried. She said, I can't believe these two, two locked me in my room and wouldn't arraign my daughter without me. Oh, okay. Well, Consular, 99% of his cases was white mob drug dealers and murderers. Hmm? Huh? And so... This is what it's about. Then you got to sit and say, now, how do we do this? Um, well, 
Minister Farrakhan, they said that uh, she was trying to get a white boy to kill him. So I think maybe this new thing of killing the brother with some strange folks that was around him, and now they'll go in and dig up and 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 they'll end up killing the one <laughs> that they say did it. Huh? And so consequently, it's like when they killed Bill Cosby's son that night. He was supposed to stop on the highway uh, to fix a flat, but what they didn't know, something Bill knew that Mercedes he had had a flat. He fixed his own self. They said, well, it wasn't robbery. His uh. He had six thousand dollars on him. He had credit cards and and um, cell phones. And six months later, they arrest a guy, a Mexican, a, a Russian immigrant, and say he did it robbery. When we checked it out, we found out that Mexican was celebrating somebody's birthday in Mexico City that night. He wasn't even in L.A. But that's what happened when somebody else controls. And your spirit don't control it, huh? And so the guy that the guy that carried him there after the, whatever happened first, he, the Amsterdam thing came at them. They said he was shot, robbery. Then said he was thrown off of a, a roof or something, you know. So this is, and so now he's gone, and we've already been told his mother years ago. I had a white boy to kill Minister Farrakhan. So now, suppose Farrakhan gets killed. And they blame it on this group. And the FBI got the, the and it was trying to get in touch with Farrakhan to warn him, huh? This is this game, man. They take their time. They don't have to be in no hurry. And, 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 and so once we find out who we are, hmm, who we are, when I think about the, the brother Malcolm, uh, with, with all I was, I was so hurt when Malcolm started carrying a gun. I said, Malcolm, you don't need it. Oh, God, Malcolm. It was two weeks before they got him. Huh? And, and and so when you look at uh, uh, all of the things that they feed us, Alex Haley. If Alex Haley wrote that book, a dog wrote that. He ain't wrote none of that. Man, you said Alex Haley came out of naval intelligence, sent there. He ain't never wrote nothing. The, the, look, Roots, Malcolm, all that stuff of the movie and all of that. That was that was a senior editor of Playboy magazine, Murray Fisher. That's public knowledge, huh? He was sued in federal court in New York because all that stuff, Kenta Kuta, that came out of a white boy's book. They got a good African book out there named Henry Kuta. If you want to take the shortcut, don't even worry about it. Just tune in to the federal case where they brought the editors, the second in line editor. Uh, of Playboy magazine and Alex Haley in court in upstate New York, and the judge was so angry that you y'all didn't change one word. Bring him in, bring a check in here tomorrow for six hundred and 
$150,000 for y'all might go to jail. That's, that's public knowledge, huh? And then when Alex got killed, they had him dying in three different cities that night. And then he buried him, and all y'all got to do is pull up the com- computer when they auctioned off Alex Haley's farm. Wait a minute. When you get getting royalties, i got books out here. If I'm a drug addict and 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 an alcoholic and give all my money away, you don't have to worry about getting paid. All I can do is attach my royalties. You can do that in the federal court. And every six months, them new royalties come in, and you get yours. How come? How come these lawyers didn't know that? And so, this is where we are. This is where we are, and it's terrible times. Now, why? Because America's scared, huh? That mess that happened up there in Boston, huh? I got to make one phone call. Call a guy, a friend of mine in Paris. Hey, man, uh, there's a nuclear plant like 60 miles from Boston. Get back to me and let me know what time the government closed that down. He called me back. He said they closed the nuclear plant down on Saturday, but the bomb didn't go off till Monday. Did somebody know something? Can't nobody change it? Close the nuclear plant down, but the government, hmm? And if you sit there and, and, and stop your fear and all your craziness, you would know that whole white family there was was CIA. They're going to tell their country, tell America, we want to come to asylum because our country, we're not safe here. You know the government checked it out. So they bring him here, bring him here, and then they go back to the same country and come back and don't nobody see nothing wrong. Hmm? Come on, y'all. Come on, huh? And so then the next day at Three Mile Island, they had a uh, uh, a, a drill. And then the next day in, in Tennessee, uh, they uh, 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 it's in uh, uh, the, the nuclear plant, the Tennessee Valley Authority. Somebody came in and shot at it. No, wait a minute. Now, if you can get in and shoot a gun at a nuclear plant, what would stop you from shooting a missile? See, that's what I think they're fixing to do. I know somebody that saw the autopsy of the oldest brother in in Boston. There are no car tracks on him. He was never run over. And then the little one, the young one, <laughs> he didn't have a gun. So who shot him in the throat? Hmm? And they're talking about how how wounded he was. But they're gonna they're gonna interview him anyway. They're gonna ask him questions. He can't talk. But he's gonna write. Have you ever tried to write in pain? So all that stuff he they said he wrote now. Nah. They'll be able to say, well, these were the information. He did say they had to taste some nuclear plants. And then once, as silly as we are in America, once you see nuclear plants blowing up and people laying in the street howling and screaming, and then these thug planes going to take off with this white supremacy mentality all over the country and start bombing nuclear, bombing Muslim countries all over the wide. Because I didn't know when I was in Iran the millions of Muslims on this planet. And when you add up all their ages, huh? When you add up all their ages, they're 17 years of age. And then you multiply how many be born every year, they multiply that by a thousand years. And they say, wow, a thousand years, we'll be swallowed up. Let's get them now. That's what all this crap is about, huh? And so we can stop it. That's the problem we have. Not with no gun. 
Hmm? We can stop it. These white folks talking about the freedom of this. They ain't got no freedom. When they, when they came in with national security law, that wiped out your freedom. They don't know that. <laughs> I can come down as a cop and knock you down and take everything. I don't need no no warrant to do it. All I got to do is say national security. Huh? They don't even know that. Huh? So we right at the spot where Hitler and them Nazis was right before they fell. Hmm. And so just, just happiness, just enjoy. Huh? You got a brain tumor. You know, hollering and crying ain't going to help it. Number one cause of death, sleep deprivation. Number two cause of death, dehydration. Number three cause of death, lack of physical fitness. When's the last time you walked? Those are the three top killers. More people die in this country every year from dehydration than die from all your storms, your hurricanes, your tornadoes, your earthquakes, and winter storms. So when y'all come, I, I don't know if they're going to be selling the speech, but ask them. And if they're not, then bring a tape recorder with you. And tape now, I can, I can, I can tell them you can tape if they if they're recording it because that's that's their venue. But if they not, you need to you need to take it home and listen, and then things come through your mind. That's how the universe works. So, any of y'all got any questions before I run out of here? And just thank y'all for the show and thank y'all for the information y'all putting out there. <laughs> and let me tell you how easy it is. I want y'all to hear this real good. Yes. The, the dinosaurs left this planet a billion years ago. Hmm? A billion years ago. Did anybody ever tell you the turtle was here with the dinosaurs? <laughs> dinosaurs been gone for a billion. Wow. Turtle's still here. Hmm? So when you understand, Talk about how is the turtle here and the dinosaur? So all you have to do is be like a turtle. Hard on the outside, soft on the inside, and willing to stick your neck out. Huh? That's all. Simple. <laughs> I love the analogy because I'm often compared to a turtle. Now I'm taking pride in my turtleism. Yes. You know, I'm gonna I'm I'm shine my shell and go out, you know, <laughs> and stick my head out. You know what I'm saying? Get in my regal turtleness. That's all Malcolm did. That's all Elijah did. Soft on the outside, hard on the inside. And he stuck their neck out. You think you think when you come up to challenge Christianity with truth? Hmm? My poor mother, she'd been dead for so long, but my mother didn't know King James was king of England. She didn't know King James was such a weird, strange homosexual. He hated women so bad, he killed his own mama. His lover was Lord Buckingham, who Buckingham Palace named after. Yes. Go ahead, mother. Go, come on, bye. <laughs> if my mama was alive and heard me tell her, she'd call the police on me. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> Boy, I raised you on pig feet. <laughs> Pork <laughs> and and now look how you talking. <laughs> mother, mother didn't know that the old black men, when they got ready to plant the seeds, they put them in their mouth and washed them around their mouth, 
and the seeds picked up whatever, ever, ever deficiencies they had in those seeds that came out the mouth of the folk. It grew with extra calcium and extra potassium and extra that, huh? That's why everybody had their own separate form because my grandma can't eat what grandpa eating because they went in his mouth. The cure is for him. Hmm? So that's where we are. That's where we are. Brother, brother, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> you are a national treasure, you know. <laughs> I'm absolutely honored that you were able to share so much information and stretch so many timelines and just really put us in a place where we're like orbiting in the middle of space at the feet of our our glorious noble elder and we are really just being you know, our system is being retuned, you know what I'm saying? Oh yes. And um we really, really needed this and we really want to say thank you. I do have some callers in the call queue Oh yeah, if go ahead. Put them on. Some go questions on. from the family. Yes, I would appreciate yes. it. Yes, go ahead. Okay. But from 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 my heart, from our heart to your heart, we send a, a thank you, and you know, and and, and our 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 love for thank all you. that you have offered. Mm-hmm. You know, for the time that you have taken out to you know, pretty much water the seeds, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and provide a level of growth that will never be matched. You know, so many mm-hmm. people benefit from this, like you said, you know, take it home and listen to it over and over and things yeah. will start to grow. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with, with your archives. People will listen, listen into last year's shows that you did on this radio station up until today. Mm-hmm. I got a text when we put the announcement out. Somebody said, I just was listening to that show today. Mm-hmm. People wow. could retune themselves, you know, mm-hmm. yes. words. Yeah, you have this ability to straighten up a crooked yes. spine. Mm. So, with that being said, I want to go to the phone line at this time and, um, you know, let's bring some of the family in and let them engage. Please, yes. Call her from the 585. Call her from the 585 303. 585 God bless you. Can I can't hear nobody? Uh, can you hear me? Hold on one second. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. Yes. Elder Dick Gregory, I, I just want to say, brother, you know it all. You know it all. <laughs> we appre we appreciate you like no other man. We don't get a lot of us are disconnected from our elders. A lot of us grow up without our elders. We grow up without our grandparents. We don't get to sit around them like they, like they used to do. And I'm gonna tell you. When you, when you get on the show, this show, the last show you, last couple show you did, all yes. you do is sit and talk, and all we do is listen. We want to hear everything you got to say, brother. Everything okay. you got to say. That's kind, thank brother. You. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm so serious right now. I, I'm so I excited to be on the phone line talking to you. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, thank I was you. telling the brothers in the call, <laughs> I was like. Dick Gregory's been around forever, been famous forever, and he know everything. So I want to know it all, man. That's <laughs> right. my mind. When you said let me, let me tell you, Let me tell you how easy it is. If you didn't have no food tonight, do you think you would die? No, sir. 
If you didn't have no money tonight, do you think you would die? No, sir. If I put my hands around your nose and your mouth for 30 minutes, you'd be dead. The most important thing on this planet is not education, it's not money, it's not, it's oxygen. You can't see it, you can't taste it, you can't feel it, and it's free. Nobody's ever ran up to you and said, hey, come on, here's your oxygen bill. That's all. We keep looking for other things. That's all it is. We take care of certain parts of our body. If you buy a $900,000 Rolls Royce tonight, and I come there and take the spark plug out, that don't cost them about $30. The whole car shuts down. Hmm? we got to take care of the whole unit. You get that by rest, by drinking water, and by no meanness and no bitterness and no evilness. Hmm? That's that simple. So thank you, my brother, and, and a late, happy Mother's Day. God says, I ain't got no children. She had a mother, didn't you? <laughs> Thank you, baby. I also want to hear you talk about what um, Polite was talking about um, earlier today because I've been I've been having this thing where I've been uh, thinking about the organizations and, and how, you know, we still don't have a land that we can call our own in America. But, it, you know, I was online last night looking at towns for sale. It's 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 two towns on the East Coast right now under $2 million, and I, I estimated them. One of them has 700 buildings, properties, 700 properties, and I estimated what it would cost for 700 people to to buy a, uh, a town for $2.5 million. That's $4,000 a piece. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how young you are, but uh, there was a little town in Buffalo, New York, called Love Canal. Did you ever hear that story? I'm from Rochester, New York. I, I've heard the story, but please tell everybody the story. Love please. Canal was a uh, uh, white folks was moving in there. Negroes couldn't move in, and babies was being born with no toes, no eyes, no ears, and then they found out that they built that town on a chemical dump. So that don't look at anything that sound good that might not be good. And see, when, when white folks wear it out, they give it to us to wear away. Hmm? Mm. And say, come on, Queen Elizabeth, I'll go there and go there if you're going with. See, at nighttime while you sleep, you know those chemtrails? That's, that's, not, that's, that's not jet stream. I got on one of them planes, and it's like a Harvard or Yale chemical plant. They mix that stuff, and then they blow it out, and they aim it into wherever they want it. So they aim it into the black community every night while we sleep. And while we sleep, they put in lead and manganese, lead and manganese. And once you get enough manganese, you'll kill your mama. And then they wonder why the violence happened, why the violence happened, and we fall into that crap, huh? We fall into it because they tell us, huh? When it's killing them little black boys down in Atlanta, that was over a thing called interferon. Can't nobody make it like me. Sell for $19 billion of pain. I've got some kin folks who participate in that. Okay? And so this is, this, is, this, is, this is what this is about. You know, and all you got to do is just be still and listen. And uh, let me leave you with this, brother. If I bought... $5,000 from you tonight. I want you to hear this now. And I'll pay you back on Monday. Count on your fingers and tell me, oh, I'm sorry, I messed that up. Thank you, I'm sorry. <laughs> About $5,000 from you 
on Friday night and tell you I'll pay you back in three days, what day would that be you get your money back? Count on your fingers now. Monday. Monday. And if Christ was killed on Friday, it took him three days to rise, how come he keep coming up on Sunday? Yeah. Huh? Hello. Huh? <laughs> see, see how slick it is? That simple. Yes, Jesus came here to die for your sins. And the last thing he said on the cross is, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? That sounds like a nigga trying to get away, don't it? It sure do. It always is with me. All I'm, saying is, all I'm saying is this. All over the world, it's called Easter Monday. Huh? <laughs> Easter Monday, except America. Because once you can crack the code, then there is no code. Huh? And so that's all. I'm talking about religion, religion. But my mother, all of them, I mean, I came up in a Christian society. All I'm saying is that if you give it to me straight, see, King James never lied. King James didn't say this is Christianity, Muhammad's book, it's Hindu's book. He said, this is my King James version, huh? So he didn't lie. But if, if if your brother write a book, his version of basketball, the first thing i got to do is have enough wisdom to check him out because he might not have no legs, then his version is going to be different. So he didn't lie. The hatred he had for women, that's why they come off so bad in that Bible. But I don't have no problem with that, man. I enjoy going to church because why? I, I go there and realize the church and God is two different things. The church ain't never made no, you know, the Catholic priests, they keep telling us, and we don't listen. You ever you ever been into a cathedral or saw a picture of a cathedral? Cathedral, brother, have you? Yes, sir. You see, you see the goblin, the man with the wings on. Yep. And you see them little naked white boys, two years old, with them angel wings. Ain't no girls there. No girls at all. I'm a I'm well, a art student. To... I took four years of art history, so I know exactly what you're talking about. So they tried to tell everybody, you know, I, I form a Christianity pedophilia. That's why we've been doing it for 3,000 years. It ain't going to stop. Hmm? Mm. So I thank you, my brother. And, uh, thank, what you, brother. What, thank you. What city are you in? I'm in Rochester, New York. My name oh, yeah. is Haki Jameson. All right. Well, if, you, if you're not too far from where I am, well, come on down. I was in Rochester yesterday. Was you? No, what, no, what, no, what, no, what, no. I was, <laughs> I was about to say, when was that? I was in Albany. Not... I went down. Okay, to, okay. To Lake Placid. That's, that's where. That's yep. where. That's where John Brown is buried. My man, right, right. John Brown, changed the whole planet. Well, if you're close by, I'm definitely going to be trying to come out and see you so I can shake your hand. And, All right, my and, brother. And see you face to face. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You much. Right. No Thank you much. All right. Thank you. All right, brother. Peace, Thank brother. you, Phils. Peace. Indeed, peace. I'm here. All right, family, let's go to another caller. We will be going through the 1111. We're going to have a walking meditation, family. All right? So I'm going to go to caller from 864. 864 313. 864, caller, peace. What's up, family? God bless you, my brother. Peace and love to you and the family. Bless you, bless you, bless you, um, Baba. Uh, thank you. Nick Gregory, we, we we thank you. We greatly appreciate you and um, Brother Red and Bluefield. Uh, definitely another chance, an opportunity to partake in, um, you know, a wonderful event. Um, thank you. Uh, I definitely want to seize the opportunity to, I guess, ask, ask a question. 
I guess when we're talking about um, trying to put more infrastructure on our black mind, on our black culture, as far as liberating ourselves, liberating our, 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 our minds, and getting back to those principles that have been lost. Uh, I guess we would definitely think about, um, I guess with what everybody was talking about, real estate and seizing other things inside uh, social society as far as agriculture and other things. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I, I can't help but to go back to the fact of, uh, I guess, Black Wall Street. And when we did, I guess, start getting our own, our own due and getting established inside our own community mm-hmm. and, and building up. Uh, yeah. What 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 would we have to worry about or be concerned with now, as far as us getting that and then absolutely, you know, keeping that? Or, well, or, you know, let me just say this: Black Wall Street. They had Chinese, Jews, and black folks, and they realized this one black man was making a hundred thousand dollars a week. That's when they came in and said, "Man, can we be part of that?" He said, "No." Monday, the little crop dusters came, so I dropping the bombs. Hmm? So you go ahead and try to put your system together without doing the other stuff. Let me tell you something, man. My son called me, one of them, P, uh, two PhDs. Okay? Dad, Dad, uh, you need to come to Dallas and help me. Uh, I'm hooked to crack. No emotions. I said, son, I can't help you. I ain't never smoked a reefer. Hmm? And don't call your mama. She ain't never drink a beer. He says to me, Dad, you go all over the world helping people. I say, son, stop the bullshit. If the doctor told you today that you had a brain tumor, you wouldn't call me to come to Dallas to cut your head. And I'm saying to you, stop all got emotions, man. You're not qualified. When America came together and then white people came together and decided they could build a nuclear bomb, they didn't get people who like America. They went and got the scientists. And they put it together and they got a budget. What you walking out here with? On hope you can do it. But you got to take another approach. You can do it. You visualize. When I come there Sunday, if everybody in that room didn't say nothing, just got quiet, the government would go crazy because they can't believe some black folk can come together for three hours and don't say nothing, huh? This is a game. Let me tell you, man. You know how many thousands of people get out of jail now because of DNA? DNA didn't appear when Harvard and Yale said they did. DNA was here when the planet was put here billions of years ago. We just moved to the rhythm where we could find it. Movies. Movies was here the day the planet was here. Your life is your movie. I told my daughter, we were talking about it, I said, you know, if I, your dad, raped you when you were seven years old, how would you feel today? Not that you said, I'd, I'd be angry. I said, well, that's how I got you. You let me mess up your movie. Huh? Everybody's movie. What you want me to do to forget it? No, not forget it, but give it a bit part. Hmm? Don't use a star. You're going to wipe out slavery, but don't make it bigger than you. You the star of your movie. Huh? 
And when you understand that, you got it. We sit here and don't know where we're going to pay our rent and talk about putting a system together. Well, we need black athletes and entertainers to pool it. They are athletes. The Jewish people, some of the most powerful business people in the world, they didn't get it from athletics. huh? It's a game. It's bullshit when we don't know what we want. I want it. And so if you got burned over 80% of your body, you ain't going to run to no, 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 no black affair. You're going to find you somebody can take care of it. Huh? Then when we get through, and that's what we got to do. I'm so damn sick and tired of hearing black folk call up talking about they're going to do this and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And you're not even aware, not you, they're not even aware that reading and writing is a violation of the universal God. How do you know that when you get off the plane tonight in Tokyo, you can't read a Japanese paper? You think the real God that put the universe here change, do something to change but when you change your border? Huh? You're talking to them. No, no, come on, man. That, that's crap. That's nothing. Huh? But those people say they pray and ask God for a job. You crazy? The God put the whole universe in. All you ask for is a job. Just say, hey, you think the universal God don't know your rent due? Huh? Huh? I had, one of them, I had, I had the number one assassin on the planet told me two years ago, said, why we can't kill you? I said, well, if I thought the God I pray to, couldn't protect me against some slimy, degenerate, thug, punk, pimps like y'all. I would get on the mountain and cuss God and help y'all pull the trigger. Huh? You have no power. Huh? When I walk in that building Sunday, if there's an assassin in that building, two blocks away, I tune into it. And it's something I can do with my fingers, either take them out. Or neutralize, I take them out, I violate it, huh? This is who you are, huh? This is who we are. You, let me tell you, you get circumcised, the foreskin, half the size of your thumbnail, in 21 days, have grown so much and so fast, it would fill up three basketball rooms. And what did they use for it? For burns all over the world. So I guess the rabbi getting out like a fat rat, ain't it? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and so when you stop and think, if they found out tomorrow nappy hair cure cancer, the hottest product selling in the black community, kink quick. And white folks would own it. They'd get a raw deal. <laughs> And so once we realize who the black woman is, I make millions. I've never wrote a check in my life because I know, and then you all hear me, 98% of my audience is white folks. And I walk out and tell them the strongest two forces in the history of America has always been the black woman in the black church, huh? The black woman in the black church. And uh, the other day when they had the Super Bowl, my little, my little drug addict son called me and said, Dad, I, I, I want to bet $200,000 on the game. I know you know. Well, first, son, you know 60% of all college games is fixed. So what do you think? If y'all saw that Super Bowl, you know them two old raggedy-ass teams that were just, they had no business being there and just end up brother and brother. Y'all, y'all crazy. Oh, y'all crazy. Something is something. 
Now, if you really want to make some money, you take the governor. What's your governor's name out there in New Jersey? Christian. That's his name. Yeah, Christie. Yeah, well, if you want to make some money, well, it's too late now because they got the big race tomorrow in Baltimore. But if you could get him and take him back there where the horses are and go to the slowest horse in the race and say, you better win it or this going to be your next jockey. <laughs> that I'll run Jesus. And so, and so I said to my son, I said, now, if you really want to be into the order, this was for Friday before the Super Bowl. And understand Super Bowl. We ain't going to talk about all the money. The the the, the National Football League, huh? alone that day, they get $2 billion. They don't have to pay you. They don't have to pay no sale. No, no, that's theirs. Huh? It's a sport to you. It's a, it's a business to them. So I said, look, man, do it. Pray your Christian prayer and then pray to the mafia. And one of them going to win. <laughs> so then I called him back. I said, wait, wait, man, I forgot. Wow, man. Super Bowl in the Dome. That's the first big thing they had there since Katrina. And all them black sisters died in there. I said, man, bet on the sisters. Oh, we haven't heard from them yet. And then the game came on. And uh, the lights went out. Hmm? They couldn't find out. All you got to do is use you. You're with them. In that dome, they have 300,000 pounds of meat and, 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 and drinks and beer that have to be refrigerated. What kind of backup system do you think they got, all them storms they had? Nobody mentioned the backup system, huh? And then uh, that night, the lights went out. And y'all know what time they came back on? Sisters was came back on Eastern Standard Time, eleven minutes after nine. Is that nine one one, huh? Hmm? Y'all know y'all know who you living with? A black woman in America is the only woman on the planet that can take a butter knife and go out and cut the tire rims off your truck all the way to the rim. And that thing got a twenty year guarantee. The sister came in the school train. <laughs> they don't go out. They don't go out and, 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 and have classes. How you cut it? No, it's just something you can say. And when you get ready to walk, she all she asked you was who was Melba. Who you cut? And when you get ready to put your little suit on and come outside and and, and, and get ready to get into your little pickup truck, <laughs> ain't nothing. Ain't nothing else but rims. That's the sister, man. She ain't called no white cop. She ain't called the First National Bank and said, would you take care of this nigga for me? She just went down into her bosom. You know, the old women that used to go down their bosom. They had no job. I'm talking about before old age pensions. <laughs> they just reached down their bosom and whatever you needed, it was there. You never went to your mama or your dad when you was in trouble. You need some bail money. You go to the old, the old sister. And she just opened up the closet and reach in there, whatever you need. Here it is, son. Hmm? Here it is. And so, and, and so, hurricanes, why do you think they call them her, 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 her? The spirit of the black woman in the slave ship. Hmm? The spirit. All hurricanes start right there in West Africa where the slaves was put on the ship. All hurricanes stay underwater and follow the same path that the slave ships follow, huh? 
No slave was offloaded the ship till they got to Caribbean. No hurricane jump above water till they get to the Caribbean and they hit this country and come all the way up the East Coast, all the way to Maine. And Canada's right across the street from Maine. But Canada's never had a hurricane because Canada never treated the black woman like America did. When they get there, turns north and gone out to sea. You try that with her and see what happened, huh? We don't know who she is, huh? The white boy know who she is. The real one, huh? But we don't know who she is, huh? Reduce me down to a thing and then I put her below me, huh? And so this is this is the game. We got reborn with the jewel and we don't know it. He tricked me that bad. Hmm? So anyway, just uh just uh Yes. First, if you're not going to change, then take all the butter knives out of the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you on that, brother. <laughs> okay. God bless. I appreciate that, brother. And, uh, we, we definitely love you and uh, uh, many, many more blessings to you and love and light, brother. Let, let, me, let me say this to you. Yes, sir. You want to find out what happened to Brother Malcolm the other day? Yes. Then all of us that's listening at twelve o'clock every noon, wherever you are. Now twelve o'clock's not twelve o'clock because of your watch, because of where they trick. They like saving time. Eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, twelve noon is when the sun hits your head at a right angle. And if that sun, twelve noon, would last one tenth billion of a second, everything on this planet would burn up. So wherever. Times at 12 noon, just meditate and pray. No, no long prayer. That the truth will come out. Hmm? Now, you can't mess with the universal God. We ain't saying, oh, God, let's find the people. No, we're saying the truth will come out. Yes. And whoever did it is not safe from your power, not your anger. Your power. And if we bring it together... Like the brother was talking about, bring these nickels and pennies together. But you got to bring that other thing that neutralizes them. Like I told that white boy, I thought y'all could slip past my God and kill me. And my God then failed me. We have the power. And Michael Jackson did something that was so beautiful. He he was love and kindness, huh? He watched James Brown for 29 years with that footwork, not with envy and spite. Oh, I wish I could do that with love and kindness. And when he got through with his kindness and his love, Michael Jackson had created a moonwalk. Hmm? I want y'all to hear this. It took him 29 years to develop that. I got four, five, three-year-old grandchildren that can out-moonwalk Michael. Why? Because once you break through and remove that barrier, there ain't nothing I can't do. Hmm? Nothing I can't do. People talk about, well, the, the Christian church ain't no young folks. All y'all got to do, huh, is get you some rappers. I'm not talking about famous. Just get you some rappers and rap the Bible. They'll learn it in a month. Huh? That's simple. They'll learn it in a month. Hmm? Yes, they will. And so Sunday, y'all come on down. Not just me; it's an energy. It'll be energy in the house, huh? Energy in the house, and we'll have fun. Anybody else on the phone? Oh, absolutely. I am. 
occurred. Absolutely. And these white boys came and cut it up, cut up people, cut cut up areas and say, that's yours, that's yak yak. This is woo woo. Okay, all right. See how long that's going to last, huh? Mm. So that's that's what it's about. And just listen, listen, listen. I remember I was trying to groom my wife for something, and, and I said, I'm, I just, I'm just scared to be mad to a woman. They never had a taste. They never had a taste. A taste, Jesus. Mm. So we go up to, about 40 years ago, we go up to Ritz Carlton in Boston. And I wanted to show her some protocol. So have you ever been into a restaurant where they got a wine list thicker than a dictionary? So I looked in there and I looked down, Rock Cal, 1948. So I, I, I hate wine, man. I, I don't like alcohol at all, but I'm trying to teach her something, right? And when they say all law, all alcohol has to be listed as spirits, and ammonia has to be listed as spirits because when you, you smell that or get it in you, that little chimney in the back of your head uh, opens up at the top, and false spirits can come in. That's why you hear people say, I don't know what got into me last night. Well, I hope it wasn't blueberry. And so so we get there, and I said, uh, and white folks started looking at you said, yes, they are. Why? I said, well, let me show you something. Uh, get that wine list and look up Rock Child Viking 48. And she said, Craig. Six thousand seven hundred dollars. Yep, a bottle. That's why they looking. Hmm? So I said, now watch what happened. Then Eric comes out, uh, the humpback with the club foot. You call master. And while he's talking, he's taking them chump menus away, the ones for ordinary people. That's why when you go to a good restaurant, you and I go tonight. We'll spend maybe. Ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and that's the small amount. Why? Cause it's the wine. It's the wine. The wine. And if we get another bottle towards the end of the night, and we just take one glass, we don't take it with us. We leave it there. You don't break protocol. Leave it. Hmm? And so now we, we, we the Kool Aid set. You know, we come up with Kool Aid. You know. So hey, you go to the ladies' room and pee. I had this ready when you come back. So she came back, man. I put all the sugar on the table in it. And it tastes like Kool-Aid. She said, what'd you do? I said, just say, oh, she enjoyed it. She said, let's get another bottle. We get another bottle. Can you imagine two black folks 40 years ago, you know, predominantly white city. Just the wine alone cost us almost $16,000. <laughs> so now we home. We're going home, and we driving. And now she giddy. You, y'all listen to me. Y'all know how you get giddy, especially on that first first time you drink. So we drive, and, and she said, Craig, let's make a deal. I said, sure. If I die for you, you die for me. We ain't going to see nobody else. I said, are you serious? <laughs> I'm planning on bringing somebody to the funeral. You out your mind. Do you understand death, Miss Gregory? And then that thing, that, that whiskey left her, her Christian thing. Here she said, what about having respect for the day yet? And I said, if we ever learn to have respect for the living, the day it might not die. And she heard that, huh? She heard that. Mm. That's simple. <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> you know? And so when you stop and think, you know, I said, oh, she ugly. Well, 
She ain't got no money. Well, Frankenstein, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, his name, the singer, the white boy. I think his name right now. Uh, Frank, Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, man, he was one of the most powerful cats in the world. Shit. Little homeless cousin standing on the corner over there. Got more power than him because he dead. Huh? And y'all remember Mike, what was the guy? Uh, 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 oh, God, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jobs. Steve Jobs. You know, Steve Jobs was so rich when he died. He had $300 billion in his personal checking account, right? Hmm. And he couldn't make 58. I got an old trifling uncle in St. Louis tonight. He 101, can't read, can't write, cuss all day and drink cheap wine. And he made 101. Oh, Steve should have followed him. <laughs> but the university, you go to any school you want and learn how to make a living. But if you don't learn how to live, I'll take you out of here. huh? Hmm. Stop learning whoa, how whoa. to live. Huh? I'm sorry, man. man. I can't let the hell work. Bye. Drop the bomb. Dropping them bombs. You know, uh, Nelson Rockefeller, one of the richest cats on, he couldn't read or write. His brother, David, one of the best bankers in the world, he couldn't read or write. Einstein couldn't read or write. All this old crap, what y'all talking about, huh? <laughs> this is the real. Let me, let me give you two things. I work jails all over the world, right? Do you know people who don't believe in God? They never go to death row. They don't kill people. What is it about somebody who don't believe in God? They don't kill nobody. Hmm? Run to the army. Learn when I'm a little boy. Thou shalt not kill. Run to the army and kill people I don't even know. Are you crazy? Hmm. Huh? Are you crazy? <laughs> the people who don't believe in God don't. Now, let me, let me tell you. Y'all, y'all sound like you're pretty hip. Hmm. I took one of my grandchildren this summer around the world. And I said, now, nah, I'm going to teach you what a whore looks like. Okay. <laughs> so see that, see that, it's a prostitute. Okay. Now let me go to next. Let me go to Chicago. See that's a prostitute. Oh yeah. How do you know? By the way she walked. This is my son, my brother. The way she chew her gum, the way she wears her wig. <laughs> so you know. Now we get all over Paris, France, and that's a prostitute, granddad. That's a prostitute. Now here's the problem. How is it? I can recognize a whore by her demeanor. But if you don't tell me you're a Christian, I don't know you one. Is that scary? Mm. Huh? Yeah. Is that scary? Mm. So, so this is what the, you know, this is what the game is. Somebody say, somebody stole my car. No, they didn't stole your car. They just rearranged it. It's still on the planet. Think worldly. <laughs> Ain't stole your car. It's here. Mm. It's here. And so when you stop and think about, you know, it's about being kind and polite. And that's the one thing about Brother Malcolm. Me, him, and and uh, Adam Powell, we was close, but boy, we, he would embarrass you. He was so humble and so meek. So let me tell you two stories, and I'm out of here. Babe Ruth, which was a Negro, and that's why Ty Cobb kept calling him baboon and coon, and every time he called that, he hit one out the park. Now, the Negro League, the stars made more money than them white boys, you know, Babe Ruth and all of them. Why? Because they played 12 months out the year. 
the white boys had they had they had nine months off into three months they'd be drinking and, and doing all kinds of things and they got to come back and get in shape, pulling muscles and all that. So when when they when they come and play the Negro League on their time off, because they never seen one look like this. And so now he comes the greatest thing on the planet, Babe Ruth. Home run king. They played the Negro League in St. Louis, Missouri at at uh, at uh Sportsman's Park. And that's the only day black folk can come in there when the Negro League is there. And so Babe Ruth comes up and he ain't never hit Satchel Page in his life. Now I want y'all to hear what humbleability is. First pitch, Babe Ruth knocked it out the park. And he runs around the bases. Satchel Page meets him at third base and they trash talk for about 20 minutes. He said, I'm sure glad you were able to do that because you'll never hit me again. Babe Ruth said, why you let me hit you today? He said, I want my Negro people to see what all the white folks around the world see. You the home one king, so she got to go and say, but he didn't go there. And said, I'm going to cut this honky out. No, no, he wanted those 40,000 black folks to see what the world was talking about. It's what a, what a, and then one day uh, Bob Marley called me. See, I don't listen to much music, especially blues. My baby done left me. You know what you programming? My baby done left me. I've been mad. I've been mad 54 years. She leave? Just let her leave. I don't want to be programming it. Take all. Take everything, baby. Go, go. And so Bob Marley calls and he says, I'd like to give you $50,000 his office to be Bob Marley's opening act at Harvard University Yard. And I said, no, no, no tell him thanks, but I, I... So then his manager called back again and said, well, you, you working someplace? I said, no, I just don't want to work with him. This brother, man, make more money at that time in one week than I make in five years, huh? He got on a plane, man, and flew to my house and said, uh, Dick, I just can't tell you how much I admire you, and I just feel bad that I've done something to make you feel this way about me. I just want to know what was it. I said, when you did a song honoring the Buffalo Soldiers, a bunch of black thug punks that sent West to kill the Buffalo to starve the Indian to death. That's why. He said, but I didn't know that. I said, my ignorant grandmother didn't know it, but I look at you as one of the fine minds on the planet. You had to be responsible. Don't tell me you didn't know the gun was loaded. But because of his humbleness, huh, I hugged him, man, and said, thank you, man. I, uh, whatever uh, the date is, call Lil and put it together. And it won't cost nothing, man. I just, I just love how humble you are. Howard University is the number one black educational institution in the world, financially. Howard University is named after a white thug named General Howard that got famous from killing Indian children. Huh? And y'all talk about going in business? Huh? And let you, can you imagine a Jew sending their child to a school that got famous? Huh? Killing Jewish children? Y'all crazy? 
And this is all you do is just open it up and it, it comes out. It's already there. It comes out. Hmm? Somewhere. Somewhere. And so, and so I love white folks. I, I, I said, God, if I could be born, okay, let me be born. White folks are the luckiest people on planet. Do you realize <laughs> when, when a black man finally become president of the United States, then white folks get one that's peaceful and kind and went to their best schools. He got a nice, polite Negro, huh? I ran for president. I run. I'd have called them honky and then told them what honky was since they're too ignorant to know. See, prostitution is for the benefit of white boys. Guys, what do you mean, man? She's my sister. I get it for free, punk. He said, <laughs> I get it after you finish it. But you don't call me. Matter of fact, you split some of your change with me. It's so. It's so. I said, but listen, brother, I said, uh, when you understand where this thing is, that she's my sister, prostitutes for the benefit of white men. So back in the old days, the big rich white folks, see, y'all, y'all mad at the wrong white folks. White ain't a color, it's an attitude if you ain't got trees without me. If I took over the country, that'd make all you black folks get on the floor and, and apologize. The white folks, y'all mad at couldn't help you if they liked you. They'll kill you. They'll kill me. <laughs> <They'll> kill. <laughs> These white folks will kill them on the way to get me. Huh? So, so, so when you stop and think about, you know, the whites, they would they would come, the mayors, the governors, they're bringing their they rich friends from around the world, and they can't be seen in a white neighborhood because white folks know them. They come in the black neighborhood, and they pull up to the to the, to the the whole house, and they honk the horn, honk, honk. Peace. Ray, you there? Yeah. Excuse me? 
to play work from the sponsor and then come back. Absolutely. All right, family. A word from our sponsor. We will be back shortly. Hold tight. From times of lore, ancients believed gold aided in prolonged lifespans and cured many diseases. It is proven to enhance mental astuteness and sharpen intuition. Gold aids in optimal bodily function and increases electrical conductivity and cellular electrical impulses. Gold can balance energy fields and is beneficial for opening and balancing the crown, heart chakra, and the third eye. One of the main benefits from an active third eye, or pineal gland, is the ability to have lucid dreams. This elixir of life is now available in two ounces for an amazing low price of $49.99. Our bodies are our temples, and Soul Gold Liquid Drops is essential to our transformation. Order now. Go to www.soulgoldbiz.com today. Okay, family, I'm going to try the phone line out. Okay, that number's gone. All right, give me one second. Caller from the 202-678. Peace. I hear you, brother. Can you hear me? Dick Gregory. Yes, I can definitely hear you. I'm back. I just hit the wrong button. I hit the okay. wrong button. I, I hit the button to turn off the CIA. They heard enough tonight. Get go, y'all go to bed, punks. Yeah, get yeah. some rest. <laughs> Put them to sleep, you know. And, and we are going to sum it up with the family. You know, we're gonna okay. Is there a brother? Put our cousins on? outside the door. We're gonna shut the door, and we're gonna have some parting words for our family. You know, what I'm saying our brothers and sisters. Let's leave them with some, you know, some warm, kind words. Not that you haven't all night. You've been waking them up and shaking them up with truth. You've been shining the light in these dark crevices, places that they've been hiding their dirtiest secrets. You expose them, you know, and that definitely, definitely does a lot of service to the family that has gathered here tonight. They've been fortified. You know, you're giving them their wings, you know. So yes, thank you. Your mother would be proud. Yes, indeed. Well, let I me leave you with this here. Those of y'all yes. that's listening, uh, uh, this this week, you know, go buy you a dozen eggs and boil them and get you some of them little uh, baggies. Get a little salt and pepper. Now, just because you got high blood pressure, everybody ain't got no high blood pressure. <laughs> and put them in little baggies, two of them, and just walk down the street and find a homeless person. And um, take a dollar and give them two eggs, and just say, and then ask them to pray for you. You know what that do? Do you know when you ask that person to pray for them, you let them know that regardless of what they're going through or what they look like or who they are, you and your outfit and your smile ask them to pray for you. See, God ain't got but one prayer. The universal God, one prayer, and that yes. prayer counts, huh? 
thought, and then you see things happen in your life. That's that that cool. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. So that would be the uh, that's the homework assignment, family. You know, the elder, the brother is asking you to pretty much, you know. Like you said, that that level of self-sacrifice where you're humbling yourself and you are definitely recognizing your brother in your eyes as your equal or lifting yeah. him up to that plane where you can now both see eye to eye. And from there, that's where ascension takes place because now you have lifted another. You saw God in him for him to see God in you. You made yeah. that connection. Yeah. That which society tells you is lower than you, and it is not lower than you. Mm-hmm. Just because you may physically be walking by someone laying on the ground, that's still your brother, and you still see eye to eye. Because mm-hmm. that individual still has that spark, that spark we speak about on the show often. Everything that's animated contains that spark. The clothes, yeah. the flesh, is the illusion. It's the 52 fake out to see whose lights are on and whose lights are off. So if your light is on and you know that everything contains that light, and that is what you recognize as yep, the air like planet. Everything else is window dressing, family. So let us take forth that assignment, you know, and lift up someone who has been fallen, betrothed, you know, people stepping mm-hmm. over them, yes. made to feel like they're lowly, but in fact, all even plain individuals, because the light doesn't discriminate. You know what I'm saying? When the sun is shining, if you're not in the shade, you're going to receive the same level of light. What you do with it, that's determined by who and what you are. Yes. We all receive the light evenly. So let's return to that understanding. We definitely, definitely want to say thank you and we salute you for this monumental service that you have done to humanity tonight on All The Ledge Radio. Thank you, my brother. God bless you and the family and all your listeners. Peace and love. Give me one second. I want to bring my brother back into the uh, into the call okay. so he could share some parting words as well. Call us from the 347-650. Peace. Red. I hear you. Hello. I'm calling forth my brother. Oh, Red Pill, you there? Okay. In place of Brother Red Pill, because he's not answering at this particular time, I saw about four more hands go up. Will you take one last call up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Okay. Absolutely. Let us go to a caller from the 704 490704 caller. Peace. Yes. Brother Gregory. Greetings. Yes, sir. God bless Greetings. you, my brother. Greetings uh, to you. Brother Michael, calls, brother Michael calls from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I like to say that it's been a pleasure listening to you tonight. And as always, you just brought it home to me. I I went to sleep early, so I wouldn't miss the show. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, like I said, man, it is. You you blew me away again, man. I just want to say thank you. And thank you, my brother. That's all I have to say. And you, you know? are in you are in Charlotte. Yes. 
And do you know where Charlotte got his name from? Uh, Queen Charlotte Sophia. Queen Queen Elizabeth the Third was her Elizabeth was her III? sister. Her oh, okay. Sister. She had a long, big family, but she loved her sister Charlotte. And one day Charlotte's hair started getting nappy. And they said, oh, my God, what have Mama done done? <laughs> you see, she she was, uh, the queen was more raw than the king because she's from the, the Mecklenburg family, the German right. blood. And okay. so they said, well, so we don't mess up this good thing. We're going to send you to the new world for some money. And she came over here to Charlotte and did so good. They named the whole city and the county after her. That's why Charlotte just happens to be in the county of Mecklenburg. <laughs> I, was wondering, I was wondering about that, you know. Yeah. Once, once again, you pull my thoughts right out of my head, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so thank you, brother. <laughs> and remember one thing. When they said, they said, if you got one, one 39th, you have one thirty ninth, thirty second drop of blood, and you you are a Negro. Now, do y'all stop being angry? This is what this white boy said. In order for me to equal one of you, I got to put thirty two people next to you. He was telling us that, and if you got one thirty second of black blood in you, you black boy. Okay, man, thank you. That's my enemy saying that. Ain't nobody trying to sell some wolf tickets. So you want to equal me, bring 32 white boys and sit right next to me, and you equal one Dick Gregory. Hmm? <laughs> and they got you ashamed. He was trying to tell you the truth, y'all. Endless. So thank you, Brother Charlotte Mecklenburg. <laughs> You're welcome, brother. All right. Love you. I'm out of here. See y'all Sunday. See you Sunday, Mr. Gregory. Okay, babe. Thank you. Peace, Love. caller. Dear family, we want to say thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, again, as Brother Polite said, you know, the show... It's continuous. The wheels continue to spin, and they will always keep spinning. And we will continue to bring forth monumental programming. But we do ask you to see the importance of support for the program. So over at ktlmedia.com, there's a donation button. I think it's uh, two slots down. And also, in the words of Red Pill, we are putting together that level of... um, crowdsourcing, presenting the vehicle exactly for what it is and showing you the direction that we are going with the vehicle. And um, for those that want to put in that level of gas money to get the vehicle definitely accelerating, and we'll all get there together. We want to say thank you for joining us tonight for this monumental program. Again, program and these shows are always pretty much magnified by the people that attend them, you know what I'm saying, the, the energy that's in the room at the time that the master teacher or the teacher, just for that matter, expounding those gems and those pearls. So the energy that you bring forth and the fact that you make up, you know what I'm saying, this, this body, 
that is witnessing these monumental events in real time. We want to say thank you as well. Again, family, uh, we will see you this Friday. Another monumental episode is on deck. All right? In between that time, please take care. Let's reach out and show our love to others. And definitely, definitely, definitely continue to do that which brings you love and light. And with that, family, definitely want to say peace.